Hello. Welcome to The Small Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. It's the Agency One Monday show, where me and some of my friends, and this time I've actually got a friend on the Agency One Monday show, which is great, uh, talk about Age of Sigma. Today's show, we'll be talking about the new Seraphon, uh, which has been uh, announced. And we're also going to be talking to Nathan Prescott about how to win a tournament with Gits. Yeah? Or go 4-1. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. The other one, you just have to be lucky. You have to rely on your opponent to roll a double one, probably. Yeah, that sounds yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, hello. And so, uh, hello, welcome. If you are listening, thanks for joining us. Uh, and so we obviously joined by the Twitch chat. Nathan, before we kick us off, how are you doing, bud? How are you? Well? Yeah, all, all good. Uh, yeah, not nothing. Uh, no bad uh, consequences from the weekend like health wise so yeah good <laughs> <laughs> wait are you suspiciously being followed by a man in a suit now though maybe Ooh, somebody's trying to find me uh, cool. it's not helpful is it <laughs> uh, show title Nathan gets good uh, if Gitly, if you don't mind me using that, I will use it. Thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nathan was at the Sheffield Slaw of the weekend, so at an event. So get prepared. Prepare yourself for a Nathan Prescott part report. Uh, Nathan, I know you've obviously been at the Sheffield Slaughter, but other than that, did you happen to uh, do any hobby this week? Uh, yeah, I uh, finished painting a squig boss that I got the new the new fellow with the moustaches. So, yeah, so yeah. I trimmed my beard to sort of match as best as I could. And then, uh, what uh, else did I do? And I've started painting the Loon Court as well. So I I, uh, I had it gifted to me a while ago, and I have uh, I have built it and undercoated, uh, base-coated it. Uh, not base-coated, whatever the fuck, undercoated, that's the word. Dry-brushed it? Yeah, now I've dry-brushed it and started painting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What have you done? A grisaille? A grisaille? Yeah. That's that's it. That's what I've been doing. Oh, Grisailing nice. away. I love. Yeah. I I love a good grisaille. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Grisaille with Vallejo. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a massive shout out to Mike Vaginos in the chat for resubscribing. Fucking love that guy. Uh, thanks very much for resubscribing. I didn't even know you'd subscribe once, let alone for eight months. It's kind of kind of made my heart flutter. What a nice. great human being. Um, Nathan gets good, sponsored by the Beast of Chaos faction chat. We'll talk about that in a minute. So you painted up some stuff. Uh, off the back of the weekend, just because this is mm. the hobby section, is there anything you're thinking of adding to the paint queue? Um, I've got loads of stuff uh, for the army. Uh, what have I got not painted? Well, uh, other than I'm going to finish um, Grin, Grin Crack, whatever his name is, and his Loon Court. Grin Crack. Um, yeah, Grin Crack. And then I've got every, all the rest of the stuff is pretty much done. The Spider Riders are done. Oh, I need to finish another Arachnor Rock at some point, so I might do that. Yeah. We've got some questions but in the not, chat. That's not based from the weekend. That's just... Uh, from the weekend, uh, what would I build and paint? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, Squid Hoppers are pretty good. I'd, uh, I've got 20. I think that's probably enough. Maybe another 10 of them. But You get 20. 10 more Squig Hoppers. Yeah, maybe some more Squig Hoppers. But no, I, I think I'm happy with, a block, with my, the 20 I've got, so... Yeah, I'll leave it at that for now. You don't feel like you need more? No. 
Also, yeah. you'd have to think up 10 more names. Yeah, that would be 10 more hippity hopper names. <laughs> have you got a favorite squig hopper? <laughs> yeah. Where are they? <laughs> are they downstairs? This is gonna take, I'm like, I'm sure I've completely forgotten to get myself something to hobby with as I listen. This is a fucking disaster. Right, okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right, okay. Uh, nice t-shirt, by the way. Uh, where'd you get it? I got it from the the Honest Wargamer HQ. Yes, website. Excellent. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. Nice t-shirt. I'm doing the I'm doing the other one. So fun. Yeah. I like that. Podcast listeners, oh. you're listening to two grown men uh, in t- <laughs> <laughs> t-shirts talk about their clothes. Anyway, I got a t-shirt. Uh, I nice. did some hobby this week, if you're interested. Yeah. Tell uh, us. Uh, I just I Tell printed out news. I printed out 80 wardens. Warden. Oh yeah. Those yeah. um Teclican little fellas. Them, yeah, but I printed them. Light elves, Lumineth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I printed yeah. them though, so I haven't actually. Uh, thanks, Dan, don't for resubscribing. Uh, I printed them, um, and then uh, well, uh, and then I just like kind of cut them up a little bit and uh, stuck them on some bases. Uh, to Brock Paints, thanks for gifting a gift subscription in the chat. That's cool. So yeah, eighty um, uh, is quite a lot to do on the printers, um, but yeah. like they would be quite a lot to build. Um, but so like 80 off a printer takes a, like, it took me about, I don't know, two days to print 80, yeah. uh, and it costs. But you were doing other stuff in the meantime. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like that yeah, was just, yeah. uh, no. So when you take the supports off, it's kind of interesting. Like when you 3d print stuff, if you're doing like ogre size stuff, which I've also done an ogre army, uh, cause Clayby's yeah. creation gave me some amazing files for those. Um, uh, like then. They're kind of perfect because the sports just kind of pull off. You don't have to do much. But on the slightly smaller sculpts, like like obviously something like, you know, a, an elf. A um, very delicate little elf. Yeah, yeah, they're a little bit delicate. So when you take the supports off, sometimes you've got like, you know, you know, like a, like a mold line removal. Not as bad yeah, as yeah. actually mold line removing, but like a little bit. Uh, so I did that. So I've got the eight wardens done now, which is fun. So because I'm going to build myself like a, a techless combat army, which actually ended up going... 5-0 today at an event randomly and I was like oh this thing that's what I was going to do so I love that um, cool. so yeah that's all, that's all the hobby I've done I haven't oh and I finished off the Carriage and Overlords board fully painted now oh nice uh-huh. nice and time for the KO book whenever that is exactly soon, exactly so that's fully that's fully painted now as well which has been nice. really really fun um i might do i might do some tufts on the bases i don't know if that's a bit too decadent Oof. yeah Oof. i know right Oof. Oof. <laughs> 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 spending money on tufts uh, <laughs> um so yeah so i might do that and then i kind of want to get the airbrush out and do some osl oh yes yeah uh, and then do some like because there's some like on the buildings there's these little lamps and I thought yeah, yeah. doing a little of yellow, um, yeah. or paint it with my feet and make big Patreon money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The toe painting, nice. Bit of toe painting, exactly. <laughs> right. Anyway, talking about toe painting, uh, should we uh, talk about new yeah. Seraphon? Yeah. Do you fancy it? Well, there's still still new Seraphon news there is it actually just happened today so today uh they've showcased uh, like a new unit and the rules so immolate your enemies with the sizzling seraphon spawn of kotak oh yeah or yeah. the salamanders then 
They are salamanders. Uh, found mm. in the most volcanic regions of the mortal realms and hence all over Ashki, uh, where they're often hunted by fire slayers. The spawn of Tontak are fire-spitting salamanders, which the Seraphon revere as the offspring of the sun god himself. Now, I don't know about you. Can you see these live? Oh, I can, I've, yeah, uh, on a small screen. Let me um, open the... Well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start with. I don't mm-hmm. think they look as good as the current models, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's harsh. Uh, right, I need to open these then. Come on, open up you stupid computer machine. Hot <laughs> off the press. Uh, this is the major issue. No, obviously that is harsh. That is harsh. Obviously, no. Oh, wow. That's a joke. They look. It looks great. Looks really good. Yeah. Sure. No, you don't think it looks good? Tell me what your thoughts are. Why's it got big thing, flappy things on it? Well, it's actually, so the version of Salamander, not the one that's currently out, disgusting, but the one previous to that, they look look a lot like that. Oh. So like the Gen 1, so Nikos took a, like had a Gen 1 uh, salamander army, loads of salamanders. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah, they have those big fins, which is quite cool. I think, I mean, Literally anything is better than the last salamander, which looks like Play-Doh. But, like, mm. I think this looks legit. I much prefer these to the new bird things that they've got coming out. There are. Oh, yeah. So, what are your thoughts? Mm, no, I would probably model it without those things. Without Personally. the fins? Yeah. Interesting. Well, how come? I just think they look more badass without those weird flappy things on them. Oh, yeah, I guess it does. It would slow them down a bit. If there's a strong uh, crosswind, what are they going to do? Fall over. They, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, yeah, I don't know. It just looks like a cool crocodile thing, and then somebody's just stuck something on. Okay. Like if you put your thumb over the picture where you don't see the weird head thing yeah. and the thing under it, that is a cool-looking crocodile beast. Oh, so you think it just would have been a cool croc, no fin needed? Yeah. That's yeah. my opinion. But there we go. That's fair. Okay, so there's also yeah. skink handlers that come with it as well, and they're very specific skink handlers. There's some story mm. to it. The Sonacolites, who handle the sour-tampered salamanders, are marked for their duty from birth. When the stars flare and the spawning pools boil... The skinks who emerge are blessed with incredible resistance to heat as well as frills that resemble Chudek's own sunburst. Okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in between burning sacrificial victims alive, the disciples are tasked with raining salam- raising sorry, salamanders, then sedating yeah. them with crotoed venom and fitting old one technology into their skulls. These what? precious relics allow the sun acolytes to direct their choleric charges with light emitting staves. So they've not necessarily like not talked about the old ones before, because the new Seraphon book definitely has a lot of like mentions of it. Mm. But like to the point of producing new like 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 relics, like technological relics that they implant, this is pretty interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got like Dog collars on their salamanders. They've like got the they, they, they've got like remote brain control. implants. Yeah, yeah. They're like from that old film Cyborg. 
Borg or something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh my God, you've seen a film. Please tell me more. Which film? Was it Ant-Man <laughs> 1 or 2? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, no. I can't just remember what it was called. Uh, never mind. Yeah. Whatever. Delete that bit of the film. <laughs> Delete that bit of the video. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll go back and edit it. I promise. Yeah, right? Uh, was Nathan in this film? Were you in the film? Are you talking about RoboCop? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I wasn't. But that is but more like what they got there. I guess, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Are you talking yeah. about that the bit sort where of they error. have... Huh? That sort of error. Yeah. But maybe it was not a real film. Maybe I made it up. No, it probably was a film, mate. I believe it, I believe it was a film. <laughs> <laughs> right, in between burning sacrificial victims alive, these disciples are tasked with raising Taliban. So, so yeah, they've got those. Uh, they've got those little um, technology bits in their head. There's also an alternate version. Interestingly, that's all blue. When a skink handler marks a foe with a dot of ruby tinted light, so the skink handlers have got some sort of like, like one of them. Well, no, sorry, one of them's got like a laser pointer, and then the other yeah. one's got two little pokers that they like poke up its butt. So he's like, so the one guy does like literally like a laser pointer. A spawn yeah. of Chotek hawks a vicious gob of flame acid at the target. The ensuing. So if you can pick out the dude with the laser pointer, then they can't shoot anything. Is that right? Correct. That's actually the rules. Oh. Well done. Cool. So you put them in your oh. pants. Yeah, yeah. Sweet yeah. ale guzzlers back on the table. Lads. Let's go. Let's go. The insurance splatter only, uh, not only ignites immediately, it, it's caustic enough to leave victims vulnerable to further attacks. And we've got some rules. Oh, that sounds like a vomit rule to me. Yeah. Go on then. So, so the new salamander shoots 24 inches. Bloody hell, that's not like a vomit rule. That's far. That is far. That's a big gob. Well, we do know that the Seraphon have always had particularly big lung capacity. Is it like they've got, they have, like they've all, their blow darts can shoot longer than even some crossbows. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, hello to the rogue in the chat. Big fan. Uh, so it's just 24 inches. Only one attack though. So fans of Salamanders, sad to hear. Everyone else, joyous to hear. Hits on a four. Fantastic news. That's good. That laser fucking guidance system is not that good, Ben. <laughs> Maybe just the salamander's <laughs> really terrible at gobbing stuff at 24 inches. But oh, he's like... got a fucking implant in his brain. He can't. He's probably dribbling all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're in your cannon now they've lobotomized them. That's great. Right? Hits on a four. Wounds on a two, though. Big ball of fire. Yeah. Ren 2. Yeah, yeah. D6, D6 damage. Dwamage. However, Ooh. if any wounds are caused by uh, an attacks made with a glob of flame. Can we talk yeah. about the name? A glob of flame acid. Yeah. That's all the... They just thought of cool words and glob and put them all together. <laughs> 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 they're like what is it wow we don't want it to be like a don't don't make it like an actual breath of fire okay all right so glob what about glob yes yeah, sold seo baby that's correct yeah <laughs> this is the chat gpt of naming stuff um there's a new, yeah, there's going to be on a new microsite anytime soon. The Glob of Fire microsite. Anyway, but if you do end up uh, wounding someone with one of these attacks, then minus one to their save until the end of that turn. 
but you can't uh-huh. do it. With, you can't do it with multiple globs. So you can't yeah. double down on a glob. You can only have a solo glob yeah. affect you. Fair play. Oh well, yeah. Having played with uh, vomit attacks, um, or um, I'm pro spitting on people with stuff, so that's great. Or vomiting or globbing on people. Mm-hmm. So go for it, little salamander, <laughs> little brainless salamander. Go for it. You got it, you poor <laughs> bastard. Salamanders, rise up! Free yourself from your your, your chains. Uh, that's not the only trick, though. Foes who stray too close may find out what happens when skinks feed their salamanders some tasty emberstone treats. So there might be a way of like buffing them up. Uh, we don't know, obviously, uh, as someone said in the chat, obviously to having a purple sun nearby uh, means that one salamander plus a purple sun means you can make a unit have minus two to their save. Mm. So that's pretty powerful, right? Yeah. yeah. Pretty powerful. Yeah. That's I'll pretty powerful. That on the weekends or something else, but something like that. It's great. <laughs> I'm glad you said that quietly because you're talking way too quiet for that to have been picked up on. So that's great. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Seize the, means, yeah, seize, the mean, seize the means of glob production. Exactly. All right. So that's everything, Nate. That's, uh, that's all the salaf- salamander news. We don't that's know any salamander. more salamander news. Uh, that's it. Uh, but new Seraphon looking exciting. New KO. What's exciting about that? Have mainly, we had KO, any KO information? The no, we've just had a oh, just the dude with the book. The dude with and the another book. book. Yeah, you weren't uh, here for the dude book. with the book last week. No, 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 I wasn't. What dude. What was the consensus of the dude with the book? Uh, the I mean, I Lots hated the I hated the name because it felt like what they were trying to do is like they were trying to be like clever and be like <laughs> never in the rules. That's for nerds. Look at this guy with all the books. Like I didn't like that element. Uh, uh, the and name. Then, yeah, a lot of other people are like, a dwarf with books? Lame. Uh, what did you think of it? Oh, I thought it was quite a cool model. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll see. I mean, it is a weird thing to take to battle, a load of books, but maybe we'll see if it works, I guess. So, oh, there is one other bit of news, actually. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, the Regiments of Renown is coming to Age of Sigmar. I, don't, I think I've talked about this... Uh, like in one of the streams, but I don't think I've necessarily put a video up about it. So it might be worth just having a quick little two minutes on it if that's comfortable, if you're comfortable with that. Uh, I'm talking about. That, yeah. So have you seen the news about the regiments of renown? Oh, I did. Uh, briefly saw it. Um, there's some. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, saw it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there, there were some are, so, dispossessed so, dudes and some. Cool boys, some Zinchi guys, and a vampire or somebody. Yeah, there are six regiments yeah. of renown. Oh, uh, and I'll two out then. Cool. Yeah, so you got Sylvaneth, uh, you have ah. Cruel Boys, Oops. you have <laughs> you have <laughs> you have uh, zombies um, with a corpse cart. You have three chaos uh, like monsters: the Mimrod, Mimrodon, uh, the uh, the Fumroid Crusher and the Sphyranks. Then you do mm. have a unit of Dispossessed, you are correct, and then also mm. some Pinky Boys. Uh, they've said that they're going to be allies uh, and come out of the ally slot. They're going to get a bunch of buffs. Uh, each character in it is like a named character, potentially, although they don't yeah. all necessarily have like a named character in there, um, which is quite interesting. 
And yeah, you're going to be able to ally them into your army. So, pretty interesting, um, I think. Yeah. Uh, like, we don't know what the rules are going to be like. And ultimately, off the back of, well, with several new books coming out in the next six months, uh, you've got KO, obviously, Seraphon, mm. uh, Oceart Bone Reapers, Soulblight Grave Lords, Corn, and Slanesh in the next six months. That. It's already going to be a pretty wild time in the meta anyway. Oh, and also the new Incarnate. So it's already going to be a pretty wild time. This is going to be a crazy little addition. So it's going to be some little cheeky tech pieces. Some little cheeky yeah. tech pieces, maybe. Or they'll be trash. One of the two, I think. Yeah. And we yeah. don't know. Are there any of those? Did you, did you ever play with any Regiments of Renown? Have you ever used Regiments of Renown? Or do you like the idea of them? You know, like a like a fabled unit or a couple of units that's like a famous war band that you put in your army? Like a mercenary band, yeah. Um, I don't think I ever used anything like that. No, it's, it's not a bad idea, though, I don't think. It's like a fairly interesting idea, Rule, like law-wise. Getting some dudes and hiring them to come and give you a hand. Yeah, it could be really interesting. Could they, be really they interesting. have to stay within their Grand Alliance, don't they? Yes, they do have to stay within their, stay within their Grand Alliance. But like yeah, somebody said in the chat, cool. um, the idea of putting like Zinch inside Skaven and turning maybe your own Skaven into Spawn or, you know, um, being able to use... Oh, yeah. Yeah, being that's able to use nuts. Pink Horrors in yeah. Sinesh is quite interesting. Uh, yeah. Like, that's quite fun. Like there's going to be, and they'll also get their own special rules. We did I see bet those Slanesh guys would love to whip a pink horror. <laughs> right, his little pink butt. Pop, pop, yeah. pop, pop. <laughs> yeah, we've ah. even seen that. Uh, like the dispossessed one, uh, once per battle, um, they can like strike. Actually, that's a terrible combination, Slanesh and Zinch. Why? Oof, imagine the toys they would come up with. Mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. Can we not? <laughs> Can we, this is why we have a different, a whole different YouTube for this show now, right? Oh that. yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> why. Think about that. After dark image. Yeah, the after dark. Welcome, welcome to the Honest War Gamer After Dark. Uh, you'll learn nothing, but you might have fun. Uh, uh, <laughs> Where are we going to put the brimstone horror? <laughs> right, right on this keeper secret's ass is where it's going. <laughs> the changer of positions, exactly. Thank you, White Trash War Gamer. <laughs> uh, right, so once we're back on your hero phase, you can pick an objective within six inches of the Rune Lord. If this regiment of renown has, uh, uh, right, in this regiment of renown, and say that Norgrim, that's his name, will strike oh, yeah. the rune of restored hearth. If you do so for the rest of the battle, the models of this regiment of renown count as two models for the purposes of contesting that objective, and their unit has a ward save of 5+, plus, and they have not specified that there's an end time on that. That's pretty good. I wonder why the other rune lords don't strike that rune. It's a great rune. It's a great rune. <laughs> yeah, I know. The lazy fucks. Maybe <laughs> only Nogrim knows it. That sounds a bit lame. Somebody's got to go and copy that bastard's rune. Yeah, he's got some sounds good, good It's a good rune. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so these are for hire with an order army. Yes. Uh, which is, uh, I thank you, Il Pipsy, for resubscribing. Uh, Pispy. Uh, I think that's what his name was. Anyway, I quite Hearth like... Hearth and Home, that sounds like yeah, one of the Vallejo rooms. 
Yeah, I, I mean, we are pretty certain the Cities of Sigmar book, the, the Pilgrims of Sigmar, whatever the hell they're called, Dawnbringer, the Dawnbringer Not Problematic Crusade, are yeah. um, like we're going to see the death of a bunch of the old world armies, uh, models so like Wild Riders, probably not long for this world. But I'm pretty certain we're going to keep the dispossessed, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like I'm pretty... Yeah. Yeah. I, well, they feature quite a lot in all the Dawnbringer stuff, so yeah. Yeah, so I think we're going to see them. So we might see new and improved dispossessed in the future. Oh, I didn't get that. The computer machine made you sound like you're underwater. <laughs> this is why it's on another channel. All right, okay, right. Good, excellent. All right, well, Reginald's renowned. Uh, there, we've done that. Excellent. Okay, let's okay. jump. Let's jump into this. So, this is where I take a nice, relaxing break from the show. So, at the weekend, Mr. Nathan Prescott played at the Sheffield Slaughter, a 100-person Age of Sigmar event where it's possible, if you want, to hire a private detective to hunt down members of your family. Uh, <laughs> pretty interesting Sorry. thing, but there we go. Um so Nathan, you took Gloomspike Gits, and I don't want to yeah. I don't want to blow the lead, but Nathan did go four one, and the event was also won by Gloomspike Gits, and somewhere else in the world there was also another five zero with Gloomspike Gits. So Gloomspike Gits doing kind of well over the weekend, not too well. I'd like it, like it to be clear. Uh, they just did okay, a couple of podiums, yeah, which is fine. Pacing. Yeah. Pacing themselves. Yeah. yeah, pacing themselves. Pacing themselves. Uh, so, uh, and if I'm right in saying this, Nathan, some of the models from your Gloomspike Gits army actually were in the Gloomspike Gits army that won the event. Yeah, he got the sneaky snufflers with the red cloaks, and I had the ones with the blue cloaks. And after the first game or two, I was like, okay, I think I should have had the ones with the red cloaks because these ones can suck a dick. <laughs> What did they do wrong? Well, so they do that buff, don't they, on a two-up? Oh, well, on a three-up, but under the light of the moon, it's a two-up. Yeah. And so they were under the light of the moon. And what's the buff every, that they give, sorry, on a two-up? Every day, all day. On, and they, do a, they give you a five-up ward. A five-up ward save? Yeah, it's great. From six, How much is that? Why, that's, what, like, it's got to be like a 150-point unit. How much is Snufflers? 110, 110. 110. Uh, Real expensive lads. So, they're a great unit. They're actually quite fighty and quite tanky as well. So, uh, just watch out for them in the future, maybe. Uh, They. uh, So, your blue cloak ones were not able to do the five at ward? Yeah. First game. Nathan, I I know we're going to talk to all the games. They rolled a five. A five? They rolled a five or six. I'm going to do it from the sneaky snuffler point of view. Okay. And so that was great because I got extra attack. So that was perfect. But then after that, I rolled probably seven or eight ones in a row. Okay. So, you know, before you get into this review, yeah, uh, just be conscious that you went 4-1. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'll just say before, before you talk about the units not being great. Okay. <laughs> no, the unit is great except for that specific unit where the fuck they are. Uh, sods. 
Okay, all right. So, I reckon they ate the wrong mushrooms. Exactly. So yeah. what I'm going to say is um, that because your your grots were also in the winning army, your army went 9-1 this weekend. That's a fair way of describing it. <laughs> I'll take that, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a fair way of fun. describing it. Your army went 9-1. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Um, all I right. had a few allies, but yeah, yeah. So can I ask a quick question? Well, a couple of questions because we've got mm. to do a classic tournament review before we get into the bat rep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, table height of the venue? Table height of the venue. Uh, like normal table height, so not the high tables that you like. So just regular table height. You know those folding tables that the people use? So like knee that, height? That height. No, sort of waist height. Like just underway between knee and thigh height. Thigh height. Thigh high yeah. tables. Thigh high. Talk to me. Talk to me about thigh high tables. So, they're great if you're sitting on a chair. Okay, perfect. All right, great. But if, if you, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, then uh, so then how was the scenery? They had the board, so I think we're from the original. From what? Uh, from the original games of AOS on uh, not AOS. It would have been Warhammer. Uh, that they played on Noah's Ark, was it? <laughs> but, those big green boards. Oh, the big green boards, the six by four yeah. boards. Yeah, but then they had mats on them. So they all had mats on. Did they have like then, the nice like mouse material mats or the more thinner mats? Yeah, no. No, no, the nice mousey mats. Love that, love that. And yeah. And yeah. And the train was good. It was all provided train. So yeah, it was Perfect. good. Perfect. Did you did you feel it had any impact in the game? Yeah, so uh, at the beginning they announced uh, every table has got at least one wild wood. So that has to be line of sight blocking and you have to choose one other piece to be line of sight blocking of a similar sort of size. Okay. And then each table had two hills uh, and they were both impassable. Oh, okay, so there were two line of sight blocking pieces of terrain and two impassable bits of terrain. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Did it affect and, any yes. of your games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were dodging around and yeah, trying to uh, trying to make sure that they could see things. And oh, I hit the gobba palooza in a piece of terrain that people couldn't see into. They had a great time until I realised that they couldn't see out to cast spells. And I was like, oh shit! <laughs> Again, four one, Nathan. Just remember that. Uh, <laughs> Right, okay. So then uh um, Well it wasn't my fault I went for one. I was just It wasn't what happened. Like I'm not assigning blame. Like you don't think I'm okay. Right, so <laughs> how was the food? How was the food? Uh just like sandwiches and chips. Okay. So like uh buffet style sandwiches and chips. But I think the blokes that went up first tucked in. So the blokes that went up last <laughs> were kind of left stranded a bit. Oh, it's a bit bit povo if you went second. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and that's... then there were chocolate cookies as well. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Uh, like, um, uh, how are the toilets? Uh, hand dryers, uh, paper towels, concerts. Uh, yeah, there were there were toilets that went that were right. They were clean. Uh, the they had hand dryers, which were fairly, fairly weak and feeble, I'm afraid. Oh, really? Yeah, Not even a, a Dyson? No, no, they were just blowing ones. At least the one I kept going to was asthmatic or something. <laughs> 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 That's funny. 
pretty. Just, I just gave up after. Maybe a while. it's got the maybe it's got the long COVID. Like, Before just, I tried my hands, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probably something like that. Okay. Um, they had a swimming pool. They had a swimming yes, pool. Yes, they did. Yeah, there was a swimming pool. In fact, the the last bloke I played had been to the swimming pool twice before I played against him on that day. During the games? During the games, yeah. And during the lunch break and what have you. Yeah. Okay, incredible. Respect. Yeah, yeah. So I think a few people were using the pool. So okay. yeah, I think there was a sauna as well somewhere. That's what I in want. In the hotel. That's what I always want. Right at the end of a Saturday, after everyone's real sweaty and meaty, I want to get right in that sauna with them. <laughs> and I want to... <laughs> build, that, build that up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You want to double down on that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like maybe become immune to it. Like someone's like, it smells in there, and you're like, I can't smell anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to it. It's in me blood. <laughs> All right, I think that's everything that we normally talk about train, table height, toilets, uh, food. Okay, perfect. All right, great. Yeah. Um, okay, good. All right, so uh, talk to us about how you did. Talk to us about what list you took first and why you took that list. Let's start there. Because this is the brand new Gloomspike Gits. These guys didn't even wait for an FAQ. They were like, we don't care about an FAQ. We're just going to get anyone who's never played this army before, probably until this week, because the book's only been out a week, to play brand new book. Yeah, pretty bold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Turned out pretty good. Okay, it did For some people. For some people, (laughs) yes. Uh, uh, All right. Yeah, so I just wanted to try a mix of things from the book. So I went with sort of half trolls uh, and some squigs and then just some buff pieces. So uh, I had a a troll boss, a truck boss, tank old truck boss as my general. Yeah. With um, the loon skin command trait so I could bring a free endless spell. So I brought the malevolent moon as my free spell. Because then I could then have an extra bubble of moonlight, and also it's got a nice little AOE. Wait, sorry, of, say this again. You get a free spell. A free spell, yeah. Eighty points of so eighty points for free. Okay. Of so, spells. So your list was technically how many points was your list? Nineteen eighty. Okay, so, or something like so that. Two thousand and sixty so, yeah. points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I was 1980. I got Triumph, I think, every turn as well. So okay. that's great. Now, you might not want to have listened to the stat show from earlier because, so, you know, what are my feelings on Triumphs generally? Uh, you, yeah, you you are um, grumpy about Triumphs. You don't like those things. <laughs> grumpy, that's that's the correct term, to <laughs> correct, correct way to describe them. Which Triumph did you happen to go for? Uh, the Gitz one. The indomitable. Is that a specific one? Yeah. Immune to battle shock for a round. Other people sometimes use it, but it's the Gits one. Indomitable. I just got some questions to ask about that. So is it command ability? Yeah. Uh, this no. triumph? No, no, no not a command ability. No, it's just, yeah, you just get to battle shock immune. When you know, do you decide you're going to battle shock immune them? Whenever the hell you want to. What if I've rolled the dice? Can I then battle shock immune them? Uh, I don't know. Can you? I think so. Yeah. What if? Oh. I, okay. What if I use a horror gas so I make it so that you can't, uh, you can't like ignore battle shock. I can't use inspiring presence. Yeah, but I can still use a triumph. Obviously. Oh, of course. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's yeah. logical. Do you yeah, remember yeah. why triumphs were introduced? To make you grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when they were introduced? Ah. <laughs> uh... I think they might have always been in the game. Wasn't it not if you had more models than your opponent? Or if you had won your last game? Or if you had... It was if you'd won your last game from the version of the game where there were no points. If you'd won your last game, you were allowed to take a triumph into the next game. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Good. Anyway, (laughs) got nothing to say about that. So you had a triumph. Excellent. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Why didn't you take the plus one to wound one? Because uh, I'm like everything's dead before that time. <laughs> that point anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. Everybody's. Okay. Wait, hold yeah, on. If, Sorry, Nathan. Someone's asking in the chat because they're not sure about triumphs. You at least need to do it. Like you know how you need if you're doing a commander ability, you got to do it from like unit champ or a hero. It's like twelve inches, but your general is eighteen inches. Uh, or a totem is 18 inches. Like, what range do you have to be to be... Near? Uh, the unit has to be on the table. Not near a character? No, as long as it's on the table. And it's, well, relatively near to you as being the person using the army. Okay. So, you, so that your opponent can hear that you're going to say, I'm going to use a try. Okay, just a kind of quick follow-up question, if you don't mind. Um, uh, is yeah. like, unless you're playing on the internet, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Then it's all a figment. Okay. Yeah, then it's a figment, whatever. Um, of, kind uh, of a, like a, like a follow up question. Uh, what was my follow up mm. question going to be? Um, it's fine. We'll move on. It was. It was. It's fine. Let's let's go. <laughs> uh, I can't tell if you're joking. You get a thing if you win your last game. No, it used to be. So the way yeah. that triumphs got introduced into the game is that they like it used to be in the game, and then they were like, I guess we'll kind of keep this, but for no reason, no viable reason at all to keep yeah. it. Unless Nathan, you know one. No, I mean. It's supposed to be because just your points down, but I mean the amount of points that you're down by is never. It well, it's not. I wouldn't say never, but it's seldom worth the points of what what the buff is that you get. Because the buff is insane. Yeah. Well, yeah, it can be real insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Okay, uh, I, my favorite bit is when someone's already rolled all their to hit rolls, and then they look at their dice and then they say, "By the way." How many points are you? And then you're like, I am this many points. And then they go, oh, I get a triumph, plus one to wound. And it's at that point you realize <laughs> it's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. But anyway, let's not carry on on this. We got it. We got it, baby. We got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's like, if I, my army is 10 points cheaper, I definitely should get a huge buff, but that's fine. Mm. Right, so, so you had sneaky snufflers, but the blue jacket ones, not as good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was telling you about my, my general, wasn't I? Yeah. So you got, got the loon skin, so I got that free in the spell uh, for the an extra bubble of moonlight and also a little AoE damage because it hits everything within three inches on a two-up, doing D3 more wounds. So, yeah, pretty good. Uh, it did some good good little bursts of damage throughout the, the weekend. Yeah. And also, obviously, the moonlight was great. I could run squigs into it. 
used it to buff trolls and stuff like that. So, uh, the, uh, what else did he add? So, also, he had the speaky skull fetish, as you do. The speaky uh, skull fetish? Yeah, yeah. What is that? So, <laughs> that is a fetishy type skull thing, I guess. Um, and uh, so, he rolls three dice. At the, at the start of the hero phase, whatever, or sometime in the hero phase, and on sixes it gets uh, extra command point, but it also means that he can then issue the same command ability two times. Uh, both times. It does cost a command point each time, but uh, being able to do the same command ability twice is great. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. so two... Um, I used it for everything, so two all-out defenses, two all-out attacks. Uh, I used it for two battle sharks. Um, yeah, all sorts of things. So great. Uh, I would say I'd use it on two rallies, but I get three rallies for free anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> clip. Hold on, let me just clip that. <laughs> let me just clip that. <laughs> I mean, so you could effectively do five rallies, I guess, with that. That's good. On six ups, though, right? On six ups. Well, some of those. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what else is in the list? Uh, So that's Mitrog boss. So, uh, and so he's got his. So I'll do the Trog half. So then he's got a unit of six rock guts and a unit of six fell waters. Oof. Great. Uh, Like, I know a lot of people take them in threes, the fell waters, but. I just found the six was great. Like you could give them a buff, like all out defense, and whenever the sneaky snuffler thing did work, onto them, turn them into rock guts, but but better. So yeah, rock but guts, extra but with extra extra rules. Yeah, Wait, what's was, the, what's, great. Uh, so giving a five up war to a unit, uh, who's it keyword locked to? Uh, your army gets Grimhide gets. Yeah. <laughs> That's Wait, so good. Can your opponent keywords. stop it? Um, if they make you roll a one, which my opponents did a few times. <laughs> the bastards. I can't of... believe they did that. <laughs> I know. Okay. What a bunch of bastards. Exactly. So, yeah. um, all right. So kill the snufflers. Yeah, just kill them. Did you lose the snufflers a lot, I imagine? Uh, I lost them in one game. Yeah. They are. And. Yeah. We didn't actually do the fight because at that point I'd lost the game anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't think... And I don't think they would have died as fast as we thought they would have actually. Yeah. Right, because they're more they're survivable than you think. Yeah, they're two wounds each and they've got a five-up ward save. So they They great. have a five-up ward save? Mm. There's a unit of six. Like, they have th- one and they give one out. Because they're very generous. <laughs> Except mine, we're not generous. Bunch of bastards. <laughs> so generous. Okay. Um, all right, good. Good, good, good. Okay, good. Sorry, yeah. I, didn't, I, so, I, I don't think I knew that they had a five at ward save. 110 yeah. points, 12 wounds. And, and do you know they've got like six or seven attacks each, and some of those are rend one? Uh, they can't, you can't rally them on a four up though, right? <laughs> oh, yes, you can. Okay, but, that's good. Positive. I mean, and you can buff them up so that they're like, like 10 attacks each. 
Ren 2. No, you can't get them to 10 attacks each. <laughs> wait, hold Wait, no, stop. Wait, are you talking about 10 attacks for the unit or 10 attacks per model of six? Per, per model. I reckon there's ways that you could do that. You're telling me you could get 60 attacks out of six sneaky snufflers? Something like that, yeah. All right, well, at least you can't reinforce them. Not more than once, anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so six rock gut trolls. Okay. Yeah. Three up armor save, five up ward. Puss go up light lords. Um, and then uh, some, some rock guts. And, uh, not rock guts. And the fell waters. And the fell waters have got a cool little trick, haven't they? Some people know, but just remind us again. Oh, uh, yeah. So, like we were talking about that spit attack earlier, this one is great. Only it's not bloody 24-inch vomit. It's six-inch vomit. But... It's, and it hits on twos, wins on threes. It's minus two rend and does D3 damage. So, yeah, that's pretty good. But also, once you're drenched in vomit, you're minus one to your armor save, and you cannot modify your armor save in a positive fashion after that. Right, yeah. So, like, let's let's take an example, shall we? Uh, I played against some uh, some forwards the other day. So I had a unit of Storm Drake Guard who start on a three-up armor save, and then I put a Mystic Shield on them. Right, and then uh, and then the rock, the fell waters shot me, and I all out defensed. Uh, and unfortunately, I I failed one, so then I was on a two up armor save. Uh, but then they they take away my positive mystic shield, and then uh, so then I'm back to a three up save, and then they reduced my save by one because the six so I was on a four up armor save, mm-hmm. and then rock gets hit me who ran two. So in the course of one action, I went from a two-up armor save to a six-up armor save. Yeah, okay. I did that. Yeah, to some storm drakes. It was great. You did that to some storm drakes. Yeah, and yeah, I had poisonous vomit. What's that? So you could give them the spiker buff so that the vomit is poisonous. So it's Ren three. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good. Excellent, excellent. I don't think poison works into armor. Surely you, it's like a more of a more of an acid. Oh, acidic, poisonous, acidic vomit. Glob, yeah, a glob. Uh, yeah, a glob, globule of... Yeah, globule. it was great. Okay, we've not got past uh, the list yet, so let's crack no. on. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's that's the old trogs. They, they, they are great. And then, uh, so then I had... Um, uh, the squig side, which was basically a one unit of 15. I hummed in hard whether I should take fives, a 10 and a five. I ended up just taking a 15. Of Boing Grot Bounders? Yeah. Oh, my dream. And it was insane. An oh, insane okay. unit. Give me a TLDR insane. on the Boing Grots. Just like. <laughs> they are insane. Like, Yeah. Well, if you get if they start off next to their squig boss, and you get some a uh, couple of buffs on them, or even just the one buff, even if you don't get any buffs on them, and you ram them into something, it's dead. <laughs> what it's anything? Just dead anything. I don't think anything can take fifteen boingrots to the face. What are the buffs you can give them? So uh, you can give them mortal wounds on sixes to hit. Skinks. Yeah, you could give them uh, mortal wounds on sixes to wound. Double skinks. Uh, you can give them like extra two or three or four. No, no, extra one or two or three attacks, depending on 
what buffs are available. But yeah, you can give them loads of extra attacks. They start with... Is that on each melee profile? Yeah, some of them are on each melee profile. Some are... So the Jaws of Mork ability is just on the Jaws. So they start off with three Jaws and two Lancers. Five attacks. Yeah. So, and then Jaws of Mork, if they charge, it's four Jaw attacks and two Lancers. So six attacks then per it, model. Yeah. If they're near uh, Spore Splatters, then they get extra one on each. Okay, so eight attacks per model. Yeah, and if you roll the five up on the sneaky snufflers and because of the moon or six up, whatever, then an extra one on each as well. Nine attacks per model. Yeah. And then on the charge, the lancers are rend two, damage two. So 135 attacks. Yeah, it's just like, and so, and you're doing so many mortal wounds as well. Yeah. Stuff was dying to mortal wounds before. Like everything was dead from all the mortal wounds before. You rolled actual... saves. Yeah. Well, before I, yeah. Just like. Did you Did you ever lose the unit? Did the unit ever die? Yeah, I did lose it to. The, yeah, in the game that I lost, I lost it there. Did you lose it in any other games? No. Did I? Yeah. No, I didn't. Didn't lose it in any other games. They They are quite tough. So yeah. Do they rally on a four up? Yes. Excellent. Do. That's good. Under the yeah, if they're under the moon. Which is what the malevolent moon is for, and also the moon just is on the board loads, and Scragrot's running around carrying it, and yeah, it's great. Yeah, talk to me about the moon because the moon was so inconsistent previously in the like in the last version of the book. How are you feeling about the moon in this version? Like, did you, did you like being under the moon is fairly important? Uh, mm. Like, how how easily how easy was it to manage that element? Yeah, so it's it's real easy because. Scragrock carries around it around with them, and you've got the Loon Shrine, which has got a big bubble of it there. So you've got two big blobs of moonlight in your own deployment area. Yeah, blobs. So Sorry, off. did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blobs <laughs> of moonlight. Uh, and so quite often I would start the moonlight on my opponent's side of the board then, so I could run into it and like fight them under the moonlight that side. Whereas Previously, you'd start it on your side of the board a lot of the time. Um, but you've got that much moonlight. And then you're casting the spell as well. So there's just moonlight galore. It uh, The problem I did find with it was quite often, if it started off in a quarter, it, there was a good chance it would stay in that quarter for a couple of turns. So... Um, before it goes into the center. And then as soon as it gets into the center, you can use Scragrot to hold it there. But uh, like a couple of the games, I just got Scragrot to pull it into the center because it just wasn't moving out of the quarter. Um, I don't think it ever went off the board either. It never went off in the any, board? No, not in my, any of my games. Yeah. How do you feel about the tempo of the army? Do you feel like it's like an early like one turns one to three sort of army or like a three to five? Oh, one to five. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the time. Consistent tempo uh, rock. Uh, Absolute yeah. fuck sticks for five turns. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they don't give up. I, uh, I think, it, yeah, I mean, obviously, if they've taken a battering, then then the tempo drops off. Um, so you'll see in the game that I lost, they did. They took a bit of a battering. But other than that, yeah, great. Okay. All right, excellent. Yeah. So we What's talked this? about 15 Boingrots that can delete the Earth. Can yeah, they take out, so do you they, they can take out Archeon? Oh, 
easy. I mean, the old point guards are kind of Archeon. So, so these new, the new ones. <laughs> like, talk to me, like, I want to hear about, more about this. Like, tell me your feelings. Like, how does it feel to go from a book that did not have that unit to what sound like, on paper, horrific? The, yeah, it's insane. It just, yeah. You just... Uh, it's yeah, it's insane. I th- I don't know if the fifteen is essential, but being able to push a fifteen around, uh, and after they've just touched something, then suddenly your opponent just you can just see them start to they just like sway a bit, like they've just taken a heavy blow, <laughs> and then the, then whenever they whenever they're looking at the table, if their eye brushes across the Boingrot suddenly they like spaz out a little bit, like a little spasm. <laughs> there's nervous twitches appear. Yeah, because they are a terrifying unit to face. I would not like to be the wrong side of the table of them. Good. Okay. All right. I love that. Uh, are they worse than the old Gristlegore Terrorgeist? I'm being asked. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, those guys could kill lots of things, but these guys would kill anything. Anything. Perfect. Love that. Okay. Yeah. So, Trolls, Boingrots, uh, a fella that can just do loads of command abilities, some Snufflers. Yeah. What else do we get? So, uh, yeah, so I had Scragrot as well. I think all the Gits lists on the weekend across the whole world probably had Scragrot. Scragrot. Yes or no? In Perfectly pointed. <laughs> so, I just, <laughs> I just, yeah. I can't understand the points. 160 points. He was 220 before, and if he was 220 now and 160 before, that would be still maybe a little bit insane. <laughs> he's, he's probably yeah, he's probably at least 220. So he'd probably go up 60 points. Don't yeah. put that voodoo in the world, Nath. Don't forget the Kronzmein oh, Kana only ever went up 40 points. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, what well, you, okay, mean, someone's asked, what do you get for 160 points? Talk me through it. What do I get? I got 160 right. points and a Is lot of love. Is it not better to ask what you don't get? Because you get everything. And the only thing you don't get is... I can't think of anything you don't get. No, so you get uh, six runes with a four-up board save. Okay, good. What armor save? Uh, Five-up? Five-up armor save. Okay, yeah. all right. So that's easy yeah. to get, deal with. Yeah. Uh, he carries... A ball of moonlight with him. Moon on a stick. Yeah. That's what it says. Uh, he's got a spell which is 24 inches and does gazillions of mortal wounds. Oh, yeah. How so, did well, that do it, for you over the weekend? Because it cast on a three, right? Yeah. So I cast on a three. Uh, and a few times I did cast like a three. I was like, oh, I haven't got it off. And then I suddenly remembered, oh, I have got it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my opponent would be like, uh, they could see the disappointment in my face and then I'd be like, actually, I've got it off. And they'd be like, huh? Okay. <laughs> I've got to unbind it. And most of the time, if it was that low, they would unbind it because if they don't unbind it, it still does damage. So, yeah. 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 yeah so basically, you roll the number of dice that you cast the spell on and three ups is more wounds and it's at 24 inches. So, great. Uh, like, proper put some poke out. Uh, yeah, 
uh, and a few times when I rolled a 10 or 11 and it was just taking like heroes off or anything. Yeah. Because for every dice you roll it on, on a three up, they take a mortal wound. So if you roll a 10, you roll 10 dice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At 24 inches. Yeah. 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 So it it easily deletes a hero. Um, Yeah. Do you have to assign a target before you roll? Um, Yeah, you probably have to select a target, right? You probably do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So... um, I don't think it matters if you do or don't, really. But yeah, yeah, you, you just do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Scrag, uh, what else does he do? So he's got that spell, which is insane. He's got the four up ward. He's got plus one to cast and unbind. Uh, he cast two spells. He's also a war master, so you've got a, a spare general in case your general goes down. And you've also, and he's also law master, so he knows all the law spell, uh, all the spells of the Moon Clan law. Uh, which is another four spells that he knows. Uh, and he can control the moon for one turn instead of rolling. You decide what the moon will do. So, yeah, loads of buffs. It's a lot of buffs. Oh, Pretty and good. Also, also, he every turn he gets a free command ability. So it's not every round as well. So it's every turn. One free. Uh, he can use a command. Uh, Wait, every, every player turn? Yeah, yeah, he gets to do a command, a free command thing. So, yeah. but he can't do like so that he could use that. So, but he, is he a is he a moon clan? Yeah. So can he do the three four up rallies? Yeah, yeah. So you could do the heroic action, the three four up rallies as well on a four plus. Yeah, and it's an eighteen yeah. inch range because he's a war master. Yeah, yeah, because he's a general. General. Solid. He's generally a general. <laughs> generally a general. All right, excellent. So Scraggy, 160, packed packed with power in a small yeah. and tiny form. Yeah. Uh, Would you continue to include him in the list? Yeah. I'd, uh, real hard to drop him out of a list. Like, real, real hard. Just so much utility from him. So, yeah. He's, he's staying in the list. Okay. Then I had uh, 20 shooters who were awesome. Like just a little screen unit that can just every now and again lay some hurt down with their little guns that they carry, their little bows and arrows. So, yeah. Because that unit does... So I've got two netters in that unit. Yeah. So it's a minus one to hit bubble around the unit of one inch. Uh, And that's shooting and combat. And also... Uh, so that means there's two netters in there. So it's 18 dudes with bows and arrows. So it's 36 shots from that unit. 36 shots? Yeah. Wow. They they put some hurt onto a black coach, I'll tell you that. Really? <laughs> <laughs> First game, yeah. They filled can it you, with arrows. Can you make them battle line? Are they battle line? They are battle line, yeah. Would you but, ever be tempted to take a unit of 60? Yes. Well, yeah, except for then I would be rolling so many dice because that would be 100 and... It depends on how many netters you've got, but you're like, like 110 attacks or something like that. So what you're telling me is that's just... Um, what you're telling me is that's just like a more annoying way of having to take someone's army off the table. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, good. Okay, excellent. <laughs> excellent. Probably, just, probably. just like so. What you're saying is that unit is incredibly good, but you can't be asked to use it. 
that's like insane. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so what because what would 60 be? It would be 36, uh, 72, 100 and no, yeah, 108 shots. 60? Yeah. yeah. How many points are they? 125. So it'd be uh wait, it'd be so it'd be 375 points for that unit. Yeah. That's a lot of points though. A lot of points for 100 yeah. shots. A lot yeah. of points. So Yeah. And they're only bravery four. Six up armor save. Well, I don't know if you know about triumphs, Nathan, but Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you the good news. Okay. <laughs> let, me t- let me tell you something I can <laughs> uh, okay, but they were good. They just put out a lot of shots and generally Yeah. Like... yeah they were like people had to couldn't just ignore them and they're just a good screen. And and the fact that they come with a minus one to hit bubble as well means they're not a complete pushover either. Like Okay, excellent. Okay, so then, uh, so then, uh, anything else left 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 in the list? Yeah, so I had the Gobber Palooza, uh, another fantastic little unit. Obviously, probably the best looking lads on the block. Um, uh, they come with two spells, which are interesting. They're twelve inch range, both of them. The first one is a minus one to hit bubble that stays up whilst the, from the unit. So minus one to hit bubble, but yet, uh, the enemy have to be wholly within that bubble for it to affect them. So they could be minus two to hit. Oh, that can be minus gazillions to hit, yeah. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Rob, and you then, fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, good. And, yeah, and then the other one, which is a real interesting spell. It's only 12 inches again, but not wholly within. You cast it on an enemy unit, and it's mesmerized from your favorite lad, Bogolai. And uh, the they can't do they can't uh, give or receive command abilities until your next hero phase. Wow, that's good. Which is a real, really, really strong spell. Super strong. Did it come yeah. in effective at all at the weekend? It did, especially when I failed to cast it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a high yeah, cast yeah. value, like a nine? I think it's a six. Okay, six. so yeah. yeah. High, yeah. really. I mean, if three's your baseline, six is... Yeah. I mean, <sighs> compared to Scragrot's skull, it's twice as much as Scragrot's skull. <laughs> like, I can't believe they've done you like that. We've got a cast as roll twice as high <laughs> as another one. That's outrageous yeah. stuff. Insane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so then, uh, so this quick boss I mentioned, I, so he was a, he was my only galley vet that I had. Okay. Uh, he was a tunnel master and he had a Griff Feather charm. Okay, five at ward. Yeah. Um, tunnel master, eh? Nice. Yeah, good, good old tunnel master for that that cheeky cunning maneuver. Yeah. Um, right, what else did I have? I think that's about it, really. I was going to oh, say a, this. No, 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 no. Oh, I had a unit of sports platters. They they're quite cheap. So a I unit of sports platter fanatics. Yeah. Okay, and they give plus one uh, attack out, right? Plus one attack. It's a nine-inch bubble, so it's not particularly big bubble, but. Yeah, that's pretty good. They also block line of sight and they've got a pre-game move, neither of which really came into effect for me during the games. The line of sight blocking thing is more a pain for me than it is for my opponent because 
I've got to make sure that Scragrock can see out and shoot things, so I've got to make sure he's like not blocked by them and stuff like that. Interesting, yeah, because you move yeah. before you move after the hero <coughs> phase. Right? Yeah, interesting. Well, you got you've got a pre-game move, if I guess, if they are in the way, but you don't know it's pre-game, so you don't know who's taking first turn. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so uh, the winning list at the event took a lot of squig hoppers. And Squig, uh, no, Squig Hoppers and Squig Hurt, maybe, or maybe it's Squig Hoppers no, no, and Boing Grots. Squig Hoppers and Boing Grots, yeah. So he had a big, big unit of Squig Hoppers and the same 15 of Boing Grots that I had. Yeah. Why did but, you choose uh, not to take the Squig Hoppers? Uh, just because the footprint is bigger and it's more models to move around. And not, yeah. So I just thought, oh, I'll, they're, they're faster and it's probably a better unit. But I just thought I'd I'd be I'd get more value out of the small unit. Yeah, and you wanted some was, trolls. Yeah, I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they and they would be more expensive. The big the big hoppers unit is more expensive. And you wanted just more units. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to try more stuff, and they're not as tanky as the. Well, I guess it's load more wounds, so that's probably about as survivable. Isn't but, it sixty-four uh, but, wounds? It's no, it's uh, sixty wounds. Sixty wounds. They're two wounds each. Yeah, thirty. Yeah. So whereas my unit was only thirty wounds, but my unit's on a four-up save, and that unit's on a six-up save. But you can have a yeah. five-up ward, right? Yeah, and so can the big unit. To be fair, so I mean, the big unit is more survivable, but you are paying an extra uh, forty points per per reinforcement, so uh, extra hundred and twenty points. So. Okay. Uh, I, I I think whatever whatever the hoppers kill, the boingrots can kill anyway, so I'm happy with that. That's fair. That's uh, super fair. That maybe not as tanky or as broad presidency. And they're definitely not as fast. I think the squig hoppers probably uh like in a in a more competitive list, yeah, they're probably the, the choice to take. Because on a couple of the games um he wasn't doing using them to do the damage really he was just using them to control the board and and the movement was there so he could just go and take objectives whatever objectives he needed to and the opponent like against the the slayers which beat me and then he was playing them in the final the fire um, slayers yeah yeah he didn't need to fight them really just run around and do battle tactics and and uh, con you know, control the primary objectives. Okay. And then the slow-ass little fellas just are stuck. Yeah, yeah can't do much. because yeah. Are you talking about because of the threat projection from the hoppers and the boingrats? Well, yeah. So he's got the threat there, but also he's got the speed to be, then be able to react to to the scenario and be able to control what obje whatever objectives... He needs to control where the, wherever the slayers are not. So, so I got a question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, I was writing. Um, I've just finished editing. I like uh, the rough cut. I haven't. I'm going to edit the rest of it tomorrow. My like archetypes and like unit roles list. It's quite mm. interesting when I got to like damage dealing. Um, uh, like quite interesting when I got to damage dealing because I kind of talked about it and I, I said like damage dealing units which I guess we're talking about Boingrots and other stuff kind of like have three factors that I care about personally and it's like the damage they can do is obviously pretty important yeah, yeah. 
uh, the uh, survivability of the unit, and then yeah. uh, and then their ability to uh, project power. So like their threat potential mm. um, or mm. their effective range is the is the correct way of describing yeah. it. So like if you had to put damage, survivability, and threat range, yeah, yeah, in a like a list, which ones yeah. which ones top, middle, and bottom? Like what's the most important thing for you, second and third, in your opinion? And same Problem. question to the chat. Same people to same yeah, to people that's... watching at home on the YouTube show. Let me know. Yes, I think the threat range is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I got as well. That's what I put down. I'm just interested yeah. what everyone else puts. Uh, what's yeah, and that, that is why I nearly took Mangler Squigs in my list as well because I think for some armies, they they're the fastest thing. Like, can in, they go fast in the guts book? Yeah, yeah. So they can go. Well, they've got that 3d6 move after they finish the charge, which oh, gives yeah. you that, oh, yeah. <laughs> which gives you extra fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so what so. would so what would your second one be? Survivability or damage? Uh, for a damage dealing unit. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, as long as the first one is the range is good, then probably damage. Okay. But yeah. But then if. If the range is low, then you need the survivability to be high, because then they can probably take some damage trying to get to where they need to be. Yeah, that's why I put my priority tree as threat range, survivability, and then uh, damage, because inherently we're talking about their ability to survive. Like, like, sure, if their threat range is low, they need to survive better. Like chosen are a yeah. good example. Yeah. Yeah. So like those two are inter- interspersed with each other. And then finally, we talk about the damage afterwards. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think most damage dealing units have got the damage anyway. Really, they're going to hurt stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like weirdly, I think I'd prefer something that's kind of fast, like fast and damagey, um, versus something that's like very damagey. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just I always want it to be. Anyway, interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would prefer a fast damagey unit. Than that's a not even that damagey. Is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, then a tanky damage unit. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that's yeah. slow. But then, like the tanky damage units performed well. The like the, the slayer units, the fire slayers, they seem to have done well. There was a five zero and a four one, wasn't there? So, yeah, there was. There was absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really good. They've got they've got a bunch of very interesting kind of mechanics to them though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Counter charging and stuff is yeah. good. Uh, interestingly, uh, bolt boys were actually one of those things that I actually. Uh, used as an example because bolt boys interestingly have just absolutely huge damage so if you're always prioritizing damage they're right at the top of a tree but yeah. then they're, they're like their survivability and threat range is actually fairly low so weirdly yeah. they end up being quite yeah. rubbish uh, yeah. as a unit um but anyway uh sorry just a, it's interesting because i wrote that in isolation and i was like oh maybe i'm wrong like but it's nice to hear at least you think the same so that's yeah. good uh okay so you played at the event with this uh, this list. Just a bunch of stuff you threw together, really. Just some lads <laughs> you had lying nah, around. Yeah, I I changed the list so many times thinking about it, but I, it's pretty similar to the list that I've been that I started with. Um, the main difference was that I took the I had three fives and I put them all into a single unit of fifteen point grots. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, and I, Just and smash I was the world. Yeah, yeah, I was happy with that. Choice. Maybe those Boingrots are a regiment of renown. 
They, <laughs> yes, they are in my eyes. They beautiful little fellas. <laughs> All right, talk to me about who you played, uh, and talk uh, to me about not like, and just talk to me about the games a bit. Yeah, yeah, cool. So I, I got to play against Dan from the Warrior Lodge. Dan the, from the, the Warrior Lodge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that guy. So, yeah, he's a proper great guy, uh, and he had a night horn list. Did um, he? Fuck. Yeah, with a black coach and. Loads of blade geists, yeah, um, nice. and then one of the dudes with a cross, and uh, <laughs> some other dudes that they, are like we little heroes. Show. Can we do a show <laughs> where you just describe all the units in a book? Yeah, <laughs> just, oh, it's a dude with a cross. I'm like, oh, the excruciate. Then there was a the guy in the boat. I'm like, okay, nice. <laughs> no, I didn't have any fellas in boats. No boat, but yeah, he, he had loads of. He actually had quite a few galley vets, and we were playing only the worthy, which is like a galley vet one. If the galley vet is on the objective, yes, then they are they're the dog's bollocks, and everybody else is not the dog's bollocks. So, uh, and I only had one galley vet, and he had maybe four and a half thousand of them. I think. <laughs> no, he, had, he had a lot. <laughs> he had loads. He had four or five, probably. Uh, at least five. So I've, I thought it was, uh, that was going to be awkward. Um, uh, but he gave me first turn. Did he? No, he took, no, I gave him first turn because we were both 10 drops and I won the roll off. So I gave him first turn, uh, which was very unusual for me to be deciding who does what. Because normally you're 18 drops. Yeah, I was only 10 this time. Wow, barely any. Yeah. Uh, and also, was... you took Galician Sharpshooters. Yes. Oh, yeah. I took Galician Sharpshooters and a Warlord Battalion, which I never understand why people take the the other. What's it? The, the command entourage when they can take Warlord and get a free command point. What? Wait, I don't... Sorry. So, what? Wait, you mean the one that gives them an extra enhancement? Yeah. Don't you but want the you, extra enhancement? Yeah, that's what Warlord gives you the enhancement, but it also gives you a free command point. Oh, I see what you mean. I see. So I mean. never understand why people take command entourage when they could just like include some other slob from the army and then get a command point. So, Most yeah. people's slobs aren't like eighty points. Yeah, well, just as an FYI. No, well, it's the same. It's the same thing on heroes. It's three heroes. Okay. But then you just have to include one other unit from the army, and then you get a free command point. Okay, that seems so, like a deal. Yeah. So that's my recommendation to people. Take Warlord, not thingy. Command Entourage. Uh, anyway, so I gave him first turn. So he did a disc rate, took over some objectives. Then I went, I did a disc rate, took over some other objectives, killed some stuff. Oh, this is the one where I shot the hell out of a black coach. Black coach. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so I think I shot it with Scragrot spell and then filled it with loads of arrows from the the little unit of shooters. And uh, they did six wounds to it or something like that. It was mad. That's amazing. So Yeah, pretty good. Uh, screened up. Uh, and then I got the double turn here. Uh, so then I just pushed on, uh, went on in and... Uh, dominated the board position then 
Um, so then he could only do a. He couldn't get his. I, I killed off one unit of Blake, uh, Blake Ice by then and controlled sort of th- two thirds of the battleground. Uh, so I was then up on the primary points and he couldn't get back into the primary points. And his other unit of um, Blake Ice was now out of position. And Why didn't he use his four up rally? Don't know. Maybe didn't want to. Oh, because everything was dead in the units that was dead. The other ones weren't wounded enough to rally. Oh right, okay. My apologies. Uh, they were still full strength. I hadn't fought them, otherwise they would have been dead. Yes, correct. Not uh, don't wound things, just kill them. It's much more humane that way. It's quicker. And so yeah, yeah. This. So then I then controlled the thing, and then I got to do some of my own. Uh, special book tactics, which was hilarious. I did a moonlight raid, and then I followed the moon. What is a moonlight raid? Okay, so like, <laughs> so at the arena, I did previously. I'm not going to do it anymore. Uh, ban book tactics and grand strats. So um, I haven't had to witness this nonsense. What was? What's your book battle <laughs> tactic? What's a moonlight raid? A moonlight raid is. I think it's when you. Uh, Go and take an object. Let me just double check that. I'm going to say the right words here. Sorry, I wasn't expecting this sort of interrogation. (laughs) (laughs) You played it yesterday. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I can't remember what I did this morning. Never mind yesterday. Right. So um, if I if uh, I take an objective that my opponent has got control over, and I take control over it, and Everybody that all of my units that are on that objective are under the moonlight. That's a moonlight raid. Okay, so just take an objective, basically. Yeah, with uh, with the moon up, and then follow the moon as <clears throat> is a real nice one because if I control more objectives than you control, mm-hmm. and all of my army was under the light of the moon, it's job done. So, so proper nice, easy one that one is. That's a nice turn one one, right? Uh, you can't do it for turn one. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Balanced. Yeah. yeah. Good. What was your grand so, strategy? Yeah. Take what's that? Uh, no, it was um. Oh, what's it called? It's a, the moon one as well. I, I, I Chasing the moon. One. Yeah, it was great. I chased the moon all the way. And what does it do? It, basically, my general has to be alive at the end of the battle because he has to be affected by the moon at. For in at least three turns, it's not for the whole of those three turns, just like in those three turns. But all the time he stood next to Scragrot, so he's always under the light of the moon. <laughs> Thanks to Mab there for donating 500 bits to the show, uh, for the snack that is Nathan. Uh, appreciate that. So you just got to be under the moon for five for three turns, yeah, or stood next to Scragrot for five turns. Well, no, three for turns. three turns. Yeah, yeah. And also survive the battle. Survive. Well, I mean, that's... So what's the Trog boss, Trog boss, what's his survivability like? Uh, so the, the one that I've built is not that survivable. But he has 10 wounds with a four-up armor save, which is because he stood next to Scragot. It's a three-up armor save. And he heals D6 every hero phase. Every one of your hero phases? I think he heals everybody's hero phase. But... Normally, if they target him, he's probably dead. Oh, okay. Because they'll target him with something that will get through that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. 
so yeah, so at that point, um, I had won Wait, the just double Just a question, turn. Nathan. Did he ever Ooh. die? Yes, he did. Oh, how many times? Twice, I think. Oof. Were uh, you charging him in recklessly? Uh, a couple of times he got into uh, bad places. <laughs> hate that. Hate that for me. I hate it when my truck <laughs> boss gets into the bad places. He wandered off on his own. Yeah, no, it was... I think I definitely lost him against the Fire Slayers. Uh, I thought he died one of the time. So, yeah, he probably died a couple of times. So, okay, yeah. perfect. But there is a build where he, you can build him so he just doesn't die. So okay, yeah. all right, perfect. Um, uh, okay, so then, cool. so you beat then you beat Dan. Dan lost. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I then held the thing. I won all the priority rolls, um, and so I was able to control the flow of battle and uh, effectively had tabled him. Nathan, uh, someone yeah. just signed up to our Patreon. Cool, Roy, Roy. Fella, Roy, Roy Marius Hellegland. <laughs> How cool is that? That's an awesome name. That's Marius cool. Well, that's yeah. so nice. Thanks, cool. thanks anyone who supports on Patreon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sorry, anyway, Nathan, carry on. I don't want to disturb you. Cool. Sorry, it just it flashes no on the screen, and it's very hard not to be excited. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I I had effectively killed everything very soon, and uh, I had. Uh, I think he had killed the Gobbapalooza. Oh, did we talk about the fact you had the Gobbapalooza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I did mention it. So, but then it was, it's all right. I got half of them back through the shrine. <laughs> <laughs> which, which ones do you choose? This is actually a real issue. <laughs> so wait, the Gobbapalooza can come back through the shrine, right? Yeah. So then, uh, and we'll ignore that being hilarious um which which ones do you choose because that's got to be tough that's I mean, a sophie's yeah, choice for a goblin player it is a tough one i do like bogolai so he tends to come back and shrew mansa is my favorite model so he comes back because he's riding on a mushroom um okay he's on a mount and then uh, i guess it's a toss-up between the others i was playing against night haunt so spyco was given a rest because the rend buff was not that useful. So I'll probably bring out Scaremonger actually for plus one and run and charge or Bogolai if I want to, if I ever think my general is going to get in a fight. But it's more than likely it's going to be Scaremonger. And I think I brought Scaremonger back in this. Okay, fight. nice. Yeah. So you bring two back, one because you like the model. And then there's always yeah. just a third one. Well, and they're wizards, and that's real good. Oh, so you bring back two wizards. Sorry, my apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Good. Nathan, I swear to God, if I ever kill your gone flus, you bring back two wizards, they're going to fucking flip. <laughs> yeah, they're going to fucking literally flip the... T- anyway, please continue. Uh... Cool. Uh, so then I got to play Alex Bruce. Oh yes, the Brewster. He was he was WhatsApping me, which is funny uh, because like <laughs> that was more than I heard from you for the whole weekend. <laughs> uh, uh, he was messaging me. Wait, let me quote. Uh, I want to get into what you what happened, but if I could uh, just very quickly quote what he's messaged me, he said basically what he said probably sums up the game. Yeah. yeah. 
Playing Nath round two, he rolls three to cast two spells. And then he wrote, magic can suck a dick. And then he went, he's just said, fuck tactics. Everything <laughs> is charging as he charges goblin archers into Hearthguard berserkers. <laughs> yeah. What was your That's plan? Uh, it was get my buffs up with magic and then charge. And then it turned out, don't worry about the buffs. And also I felt that was failed a sneaky snuffler roll and everything there so then it was just like uh i should have backed off to be fair at that point once i'd realized there was no buffs and then let him come to me but instead i did just charge in everything okay so you, I plan nearly... to get, you plan to get loads of buffs on the units and charge yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you didn't get the buffs uh, no and so i charged him and it so it was uh, positions over power. We both scored max on the first turn. Um, he took first turn? Or did I give it to him? I can't remember. And then um, he got onto a flank. Um, then I went and took that flank off of him with the Boingrop Bounders. Um, but didn't manage to wipe out the unit, I think. So they were, they were trapped in combat on that side. Um, then I got the turn, uh, and then that's when I failed everything, pushed on in, um, and then he was pinned back. So I scored max again. He was pinned back. He wasn't able to score max cause he was behind on the primaries. Um, so he scored four. So I was on, uh, this is the one we score extra points for having Galician veteran side, so the uh, Galician veteran on one of the things on the flank. So I was like 12 to his 10 and then the priority roll. I think if I got that priority roll, I could have then pushed through because I had hurt those Hearthguard berserkers. But Did, then was he, he running a 10 or a 15? I think he had two 15s. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. So I had, I'd hurt both units. I hadn't wiped them out and they had hurt me a lot as well. But then if I'd got the priority roll and then maybe got some buffs up that turn instead of the, you know, and then I also had the initiative on the fights, but instead he had the initiative and he had one of those. Flamekeeper. Uh, no, yeah, he had two of those lads, but he also had one of those things. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Galician command thing. Uh, so he so was, yeah, the command on, yeah. not the command on Trash. Galician command, yeah, the battalion. Yeah. So fantastic. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, he was uh, that he would come back with in the hero phase and then push out and then, and then actually threaten all my backline. So he's then able to clear out my general and all of that sort of stuff um, from there on. And then he just pushed into my army um, and then won the following. Uh, priority roll again and then was able to like push on into my objective area and surround my shrine so yeah it was pretty much game over there okay all right so, yeah yeah, yeah. fire says feel like uh i feel like um uh the fire says players are at the event i mean fire says have done very well in this mm. version anyway and i said 
last week, if you listened to last week's show, which I, I think was genuinely very valuable. I hadn't really like thought about it, but Dan was like, you've been at more of Age Sigmar events than anyone in the past like six months. I was like, oh yeah, fuck. Apart from maybe like Tom Guan and Gavin and a couple of other like tournament like DGENs. Um, mm. But like definitely been a part of quite a lot. And, uh, and I said that I think the one drop's kind of dead. Taking all the different battalions gives you so, especially Fire Slayers, so much more. I know Dom, who's in the chat right now, he played recently with Fire Slayers with loads of different battalions. It's just so useful, right? Especially the Galician uh, Command one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're proper tanky. That four up board is, is nasty. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he was able to fight them. Obviously, that's at the start of the combat phase as well as uh, start of the hero phase. So you're able to do that and then do a rally and then push on. So yeah, that was proper, uh, proper, yeah, a, a good uh, lesson in, in not uh, just pushing on with your plan if like the beginning part of the plan doesn't work. Mm. Probably should have modified it and just backed off. Let him come to me. Um, it's uh, it's yeah. Alex is also a phenomenal player. Oh yeah, 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 he's a good player. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that's that's yeah. true as well. I think Fire are in a good position this GHB personally. Um, uh, yeah, I just I don't know if they'll score big. I guess they do still. Yeah, depends on the matchup. So like in that game, even he scored twenty eight to my fifteen. So I don't think that's a twenty nil, is it? No, it's that not. It's be. not a twenty nil at all. Wait, seven yeah. point difference? No. Uh, uh, no, no, it's a uh, thirteen point difference, is it? Uh, still not a five, yeah, th- yeah. Still not a So. Okay, uh, amazing. All right, so then who was your third game? I think uh, Fire so Slayers, by the way, are great at the minute in the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. really so, solid. The double Flame Keeper stacking is crazy shit. Yeah, so you had two Flame Keepers. They weren't next to each other for the stacking. But yeah, all of their little... The flexibility that they give you. It's a real techie army, I think. Like you have to be on the ball with all the different things that you can It's also it's use. also it's also quite all like, the options available to you. Like yeah, it's also quite a, like a, an opaque army. Like it's quite challenging to know everything they can do. And oh, so yeah. they're gonna catch yeah. you out quite a bit, I think. Not on purpose. Yeah. No, no, think... he, he explained it all at the beginning. Yeah. And so I yeah. And the things that like stuck in my head was the counter charging thing is is like because I know from Iron Sons that is just devastating a game yeah it's a game winner that is so yeah. the fact that they've got that is crazy so yeah yeah okay and then uh, who's your final Saturday Saturday night so who's... Saturday I got to play uh, Aiden Aiden's who's... in the chat yeah he's an absolute gent and uh, yeah. Uh, we ended up going for a curry with him after. Actually, it was good. So uh, he um, he's from the Beasts of the East Club, uh, who are the guys that you that play at Imps over in Lincoln. Oh, cute little Imps fellas! Called, yeah, they they got cool club T-shirts and everything. Well, not T-shirts like proper sports tops or whatever they are. We've got club T-shirts. Yeah, so, but so there's a cooler. They? Oh, there's cooler. Uh, that's okay no, to say. Obviously not cooler. No, we can't. They can be cooler. No. They've got loads of fire on theirs, though. It sounds like I don't know if I know Ian's in the chat. It sounds like Nathan's angling for a free top. Get at him. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> he is. Nathan wants, an, got, Nathan wants a Nathan wants a So many tops. 
Fuck off, I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> him a piece of, and this is true for anyone. If anyone would like to follow at Nath Prescott on Twitter and send no. him a free top, let me know. Right? He no. wants what that he no. wants it. Keep um, it to yourself. Yeah, yeah, no. So yeah, great. Um uh, uh, yeah, so the the guys from him are great. And obviously this was a great game. I got to play against Cruel Boys, so obviously aren't um Anyway, they're not at the top of the pecking order, shall we say. Uh, his army was quite cool, though. He had two two units of bolt boys that I had to stay away from because otherwise they'd hurt. Uh, and, but when I did get close to them, they didn't hurt anyway because uh, his dice didn't have fives or sixes on. Oh, so it was fine. A classic. Yeah. Okay. One of them old classics. So, yeah. Um it's pretty much like the top tier army versus the bottom tier army, that matchup. Yeah, yeah, it was, unfortunately. And then just to double down on that, his dice were horrific as well. So, um, although I will point out my sneaky snufflers still kept on rolling ones. Okay, all right, good. <laughs> you did win the game, though. Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, but still, little bastards. Did, uh, you, yeah. did, you, did you go out dancing Saturday night? No, I went out for curry with with the more sensible lads, and then um, by the time we got back, it was midnight. So yeah, just went to bed. Yeah, plus like Leicester lane. as a night out. Well, you know, it's not Leicester; it's Sheffield. Uh, Sheffield, yeah. Oof. I think I think the lads that went out had a great time. They went to somewhere that had a gig on Corporation or something. Corp, yes, yeah, yeah Corp. Corp is the rock club. It's the rock city of Sheffield. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, the curry house we went to was really nice. Oh, really? I, yeah, I sat next to Nick Thompson. I've never seen so many green chilies in one place. Really? I don't know how he's still alive, but he enjoyed them. Plus, you must but have been I starving was, from lunch. Yeah, I was scared of them. What was on his plate? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Then... So it was it was a good game, but yeah, like oh, I say, sorry. sorry, bad dice. Uh, and then I managed to get I got around the flank. Uh, he had deployed uh, super defensive with his bolt boys, which I think he probably should have maybe put them more central. But it's the one where you can. With a weird L-shaped deployment, you can virtually deploy opposite. Uh, what's it called? Ours for the taking. You can deploy real close to their objective, and if eleven you take inches it, apart. You you, you you actually you actually technically start uh, five inches from the opponent's object- objective. Something like that's mad, yeah, that's and then you inches. can just yeah. So he deployed uh, heavily on that flank to defend on his it. own on his own. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then he had. Uh, like the gut rippers in the center with uh, some kill bo- kill bosses mm. to go up and take the center, and because you get an extra point or something for the center, and then nothing really threatening my objective. And I had sort of deployed center and a bit on my home, and I had thought about deploying heavily to take his objective, mm. and then just went more central. So I went up and took the center. And then by the time he brought his bolt boys round to bear on me, I was then in range to take a round from them and then get into them. So I did that, got into them, and then I was 
once I got and that left a hole he had left a hole behind him then so I dropped um, shooters behind him they shot and then charged in so I had him sort of surrounded and I'd taken his home objective and I had control of all the objectives basically so yeah it's uh I pretty right, one-sided so, off yeah that, I put that I put that in two tournament packs now um and I don't think it'll be making it back it's kind of interesting because it it, it kind of negates the one drop I think if you're really sensible and if you put like a big bit of impassable terrain or a garrison between their deployment zone and uh, sorry like the enemy deployment zone and kind of the home objective and you do that on both sides you create quite an interesting match because then you kind of have to go around or maybe you can't move quite a large like unit. Like I feel that's mm. one that you specifically design a map for and it acts, it could it'd be a very good battle plan. But when you just let someone put like, I don't know, 10 chosen opposite, <laughs> opposite your opposing army. Yeah. That's pretty but rough. Then, yeah. But then, yeah, it's, then you should be able to deploy to, to counter them. Cause you like, they're not, if they deploy their whole army, into that flank to take your objective and you def then deploy your whole army to defend it, then you should beat them. But I don't know. Mm. I'll see. Yeah. Well, I know it's the first time I, it's the first time I played it. So I, I, I think some like, armies oh. do like, like some armies like their, their weakness inherent in the army build. Fire Slayers is a good example is that like, you know, they take a bit of a battering before they get to where they want to go. Mm. Just letting them drop Chosen are a good example of something that does something yeah. similar. They can be fast, but yeah. like, you know, you just put them right outside your opponent's objective. Like, mm. you pretty much yeah, get the drop Yeah, I bet the, the Fire Slayers would love that, that scenario because yeah. they can just deploy so close to where the enemy army is and they know they're going to be in a good, they're in for a good time. Yeah. Uh, someone's just asked me what my favorite battle plans are at the minute. Uh, definitely Jaws and Prize of Galette. Galette, uh, those two, they're both they're both fantastic uh, for me. Um, and then, was it, did you have a favorite battle plan over the weekend, Nath? Hmm. Um. I don't know actually. If like the battle plans, which one stood out? Uh, like the first one, my army wasn't built for that with the Galician veteran thing, but it it turned out all right. The position of the power one was quite interesting because it forces people out wide. With and the two objectives suddenly, on the flank. Yeah, and then suddenly they disappear or something, don't they? Yeah, they or do. At the, at the beginning of turn four, they disappear. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. there's just one in the middle. Oh, no, two in the middle. Sorry. Two, yeah. yeah. I don't... I, I, I don't think I've got a favorite. No, I can't. I can't say I've played them often enough to have a favorite. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah I think I, I, I personally don't think the one where you start 11 inches away is great, but I think Jaws is really good and Prize of Galette is really good because you're actively involved in that. Um, mm. uh, like, but anyway, uh, I, I went yeah, to those, I, we I went played to those Jaws. last week. Yeah. yeah Jaws last, last yeah. one. That's the one where you delete ones. Yes. Yeah, the one where you delete yeah. one. And then yeah, uh, Prize is the opposite of the one where you turn one on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think I don't know. That I wasn't. I played that. that wasn't I've not impact. played. No, I don't think I've ever played that one yet. So yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay. Uh, all right. So then uh, Sunday. Uh, well, you've got to play a great uh, battle plan uh, on round four. The greased up goblin. 
The Realm of Stone Cache, yeah. The Realm of Stone Cache, yeah. I hate that battle plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this was a nuts game. Absolutely mental. So I turned up and I was playing against Malcolm Price. Yeah. Uh, who I think is fairly local to the area somewhere there. Um, and he had uh, a unit of four uh, dragons two units of two dragons and then the dragon hero and then two like an encanter and another wizardy type dude and then five little stormcast dudes so i got to play against the the dragons ah yes nice storm, all the storm great guard storm great guard and this is in realmstone cash so it's the center objective and i was like <laughs> i spent 15 minutes, 20 minutes trying to decide what battle tactic because he gave me first turn. Yeah. He, he deployed on the line. Obviously, you're in a funny little deployment zone, aren't you? So I'm like, do I just go straight for the objective with everything or do I just put one thing on there and let him go onto it and then I counter? And it took me ages. Eventually, I decided just to put everything on the objective. So I just ran my army onto the objective, teleported, the shooters up and then ran everything up behind them. Uh, so I had the shooters and then with the two units of trolls behind the shooters and then all of the buff pieces behind the trolls and then at the back, the Boingroff bounders were at the back uh, within range of the sneaky snufflers <laughs> who, <Fuck. laughs> who, who had then failed the sneaky snuffler. So I was like, right, now I'm going to get hit by the dragons. So they can then move up, do all their shooting, and then charge in. So they, they do all of that. And then I'm like, and then they will they might hit the double turn, in which case I'm probably screwed. Oh, the, the interesting thing was on my, so I'm, I had the shooters coming around and protecting my right flank. Then there was a piece of impassable terrain, but there was still a gap on my left flank. So I used the Palooza to screen out that flank. Okay. So, and they are probably the best screen in the game. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> Wait, you screened the support unit? With the Gobapalooza. Why? Yeah. Oh, before we do, I just want to thank uh, Mamdare for donating five gift subscriptions. Uh, oh, nice. I know. He said he's, he got a, we got to pay for this premium content is what he said. Yeah. I so this, this was insane. So he charged in. He killed the shooters. Uh, and he put some hurt into the rock guts, but he wasn't able to uh, get to the fell waters. So, but the fell waters still managed to do a stand and shoot onto the the unit of four storm great storm drake that charged into the center. Yeah, and then two into the side. Uh, the his hero next to them, and then two came around the side and into the gobapalooza. So, Two Storm Drake Guard fought the Gobapalooza. Yeah, yeah. So, but I vomited onto the four in the center, drenched right. them in vomit, like all over the place. There were puddles of vomit everywhere. Right, good, perfect. It was great. And then, so then the Rock Guts were then facing the, basically they were facing six dragons, them and the shooters. So they took a right battering, but but they, they killed a dragon and a half. Okay. And, and then there were like only two left or th 
yeah, I think I only had two left. So, uh, but I killed one of the dragons, and then he won the double turn. So I was like, oh, I've been doubled by dragons. This is that's pretty rough. Double by this dragons. Is proper tense now. Yeah. And the three, the three, the three in the middle are stuck on the rockets. So I thought, oh, that's all right though. They're stuck there, so they can't do anything. So, oh, also the two that went to the gobble palooza. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. They didn't do it. They they couldn't get through the gobble palooza. They didn't they kill killed, the gobble palooza. They killed one of the gobble palooza, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan. You told me earlier on you got some of them back when they died. There's a yeah. true Stormdrake guard, the chosen of Sigmar riding the sons of Draconids. Uh, yeah, Dracon, whatever his name is. But the Gobble Pleaser are so whacked out at the beginning of the game on mushrooms that they can't feel anything. So a dragon can burn them and they just don't feel it and they're still there. Like dancing around, <laughs> poking them with sticks. Having a great time. So, yeah. So, because they start off with a four up ward save, don't they? The first round of they the battle. Do. They and do. And they got three, three wounds each. So they they survived. And then, so, but then he got the hero face shooting off and killed both of the rock guts just with the hero face shooting. Whoa. So that freed up all of his units. I was like, ah. Then he shot. Yeah, he did. He did loads of damage with the shooting phase then. I think, yeah, he killed my tr uh, Trog boss as well with the rest of the shooting, the no. normal shooting phase. Yeah. No, the, so no, the, no, yeah, no. My, my general was dead now. Oh, God. Like, oh, no, this is game over because now he's going to fight me. But my Fellwaters had got the sneaky snuffler buff on them. I hadn't rolled a one, so they had a five-up ward save. Yeah. They also had a mystic shield on them, which I had, like, that when I cast it, I'd be like, oh, I'll cast it onto rockets, but they went in range. So, oh, well, Fellwaters can have it. So they had mystic shield, moonlight hide, so they were on a, basically on a two-up armor save, five-up board save, and also they've got a big bubble of minus one to hit. Yeah, they do. Of three inches. So he charged them with the three dragons. And his hero dragon dude. And then the other two dragons that then had killed the shooters flew around and charged into the flank of the Boingrop bounders. Right. And then obviously the other two were still messing about with the Gobapalooza. So then uh, the, he, he had to activate first. Uh, oh, and then, but when he charged in again, I vomited, but I vomited on. Uh, I vom so he charged in with the hero dude. Yeah. So I vomited on him. The so he, Yeah, so he was vomited on. The other guys were still vomited on because he had taken the double. So they were both like no armor and very, very stinky. Uh, also, because I think I'd poisoned the vomit. So this is where <laughs> it was getting real tense at this stage. <laughs> yeah, it sounds tense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And he did a grand total with three dragons and the hero dragon dude, yeah. the Knight Draconis. He did two wounds to the Fellwaters because <laughs> of all the buffs that were on them. They were so tanky. They just shrugged it all off. Yeah. 
so obviously it activated them first into the fell waters. So the Boingrots turned around and just killed one of the dragons and like badly wounded the other one. Yeah. Uh, and then that dragon fought and killed a couple of Boingrots, but like only two or something like that. And then, uh, and then the fell waters just turned around and battered those dragons, like gave them a good hiding. And <laughs> the ones and that are covered in sick. Yeah, yeah, just and then, uh, then I had my turn, so then I just vomited on them again. Yeah, like both now because I could pick both, so I vomited on the general. Can and, you split uh, the vomit attack? Yeah, good. Not obviously not in the the uh, unleash hell, but but now it's my shooting phase. So yeah. now, so I vomited three on to the general, three onto them, got damage a little bit of damage through, and then like just finished the units off, so killed them off. Uh, the two dragons that were fighting the Gobbapalooza finally killed the Gobbapalooza. Oh, my no. God. I don't think they did, actually. I think the Gobbapalooza ran off then after that. And then then I summoned three rock guts back through the shrine. Uh, and the Boingrots were freed up because they killed off the last dragon. Yep. And then, yeah, then we just went and killed the other dragons and the other little dudes that were running around on foot. So, just to be clear, I get this right, um, uh, is the Stormtrake Guard double-turned your army, yeah. and then you killed most of them in their double-turn, and then you what? finished the rest off in your turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah something like that. <laughs> in turn two. So, yeah. In turn two! In turn two! <laughs> by turn three, yeah, turn three, I uh, managed to... Um, kill everything except for the dudes the five dudes that had stayed in the sky so they came down and did a disc crate somewhere perfect came down pissed on some terrain and then so i ran over and killed them <laughs> that's fucking rude <laughs> i can't believe they came down and did that uh a couple of questions uh was the stormcast player crying question mark no he was he was real sound about it like yeah i was impressed like, he took it on the chin okay follow-up question uh, is uh, this is kind of like a little bit? So one of the things that we haven't talked about a lot is you can mm. recycle units out of your shrine, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, but am I right in thinking that you can recycle units within, like, so normally when you deep strike or you do any sort of mechanic, you you have to be mm. nine inches away. Yeah. Okay. So what are the rules for recycling a unit out of the shrine? Yeah. So when you do it, it's at the end of your turn, so you can't actually do anything with them when they come back. Yeah. So they they have to be in, uh, be uh, within twelve inches of the shrine and outside three inches of your opponent's army. But not outside nine inches. No, no, it's outside three. It's because they can't do anything. They just that turn. Yeah. Well, you, couldn't you get them out of the shrine and on an objective? Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah. 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 But they can't. You can't like then attack with them or anything. Oh, I know that. So, yeah, yeah. Just, you're gonna have a hero phase. Yeah, you're right. Phase. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Fuck me, right? Yeah. Like that's not even yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. yeah. What well, it's it's um, it's yeah. I mean, if it was normal, uh, like summoning, when it happens, when you can then move and charge and stuff, then you'd want to be outside of nine, wouldn't you? Yeah, but it's not summoning, is it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Fuck me. It's it is useless. It's basically it's useless. It's not useless. No, it's, it's useless. It's, no. 
But no, but it is good. But the fact that it's only three away doesn't give you. It's no advantage there. Or like it's. I mean, unless you're saying for zoning out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. But. Yeah, well, in that, in that case, you should be able to see, bring them back at the start of your phase as well as at the end. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Again, <laughs> let's be clear. Fuck me. I mean, it's the same rules that they were in the old book, and the old book wasn't like Good. winning games because of that, was it? Yeah, yeah. So, Yeah, you just put, like Dave says, you just putting them out to immediately get killed again, so it's worthless. You're right. I apologize. Yeah. I could see some use Unless... maybe, but probably I was, I'm wrong. Oh yeah, it's the same amount of use that was in the old book, which was obviously always they've always been top tier. So that's probably the reason why. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> in Nathan's mind, these have got no better than they were previously. <laughs> uh, just before we move on to game five, if that's okay, Nathan, I just want to say yeah, thank, yeah. we got another Patreon. Jens Delstra has joined Patreon. How fucking cool is that? So two in a day. I don't that's know why. Great. That's it's great. Gots are insane. Yeah, the they were got. insane in this. I mean, uh, I mean, in that game, the Fellwaters were the masters of the field. They, like, that guy has gone home thinking that Fellwaters are the, the strongest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that there's a legit case for many, many Fellwaters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Especially if you've got loads of sneaky snufflers to give them the ward save. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they're basically rock guts, but with more versatility. Yeah. Do you think they might be better than rock guts? Uh, they're about the same. Because you do need the extra buff pieces for that five. But that five up ward save is super strong. Uh and the, and the rockets just come with it, but then the the vomit ability is so good because it buffs not only the fell waters but everybody else that gets to have a fight against those lads. So, okay, yeah, yeah I, it feels like the fell waters are really decent as well. Yeah. like oh, they're, they're great. The minus one to hit bubble being three inches is fantastic. Yeah, especially, especially like when you combine it with like netters or something. I'm going to ask mm. you about some more gets list at the end. Let's do game five and then we'll we'll round it off because I think there's so much to unpack from this. Yeah. Mainly well, yeah, emotionally, so... Nathan. <laughs> emotionally, I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, so I was on a three-one. So I was I wondered what I'd be up against, and turned up I was up against Matthew from Manchester with his Carajon Overlords. K Ho. Yeah, so he had obviously he had just beaten a techless with courage on overlords. He had battered a battering ram techless to death with one of his ironclads. Perfect. <laughs> like what a, a moment! Weird ram mo- thing. So, I've not played courage on in against them. No, yeah, I've not played against courage on. I don't know. The wow. last time I've played They're legit. It, yeah. They're, they're, they're not, like, they're not necessarily like S tier, but they're legit like A, B right. tier. Like they've got some play, especially like if you take the right spells and stuff, which yeah. is a weird so, thing to say about dwarfs. Yeah, yeah. So he had a, he had a, a two ironclads and a spell in a bottle and loads of Arcanauts and then loads of characters. And the first thing the characters did was uh, make my... Boingrob bound as one quarter move. 
So I was like, oh, okay, that's going to be hard. But it only affects the move characteristic. It doesn't affect the fact that they can run. So I still get the auto six. So I can six plus the little bits of movement that I get. And then, so it wasn't too bad. That's fantastic. Was, yeah, but it was, yeah, pretty, that was pretty interesting. But yeah, uh, so I, I wasn't sure what the hell, what was going to happen. And it was the jaws of Galette with loads of objectives all over the place. So I was like, oh, do I spread out? And, or do I just, uh, stay stay together. I ended up staying together and speaking to him afterwards. That was the right thing, because I think if I had spread out, he would have been able to pick off pieces of the army. Yeah. But because uh, I stayed in a fairly cohesive clumpy, um, he had come within range to do damage to me, but also I was controlling enough of the board. Also, so he gave me first turn. Uh, I did a desecrate and then like controlled my objective in the center and I didn't bother about the other objectives really. So he had a choice of three. So he, he could only really go for two. So he went for two. Um, and yeah, he wasn't too sure again what to do. So he went for the two, uh, and did his desecrate, but then obviously he was already a point down. And then I won the priority roll and felt like I was still in a cohesive enough formation and he hadn't really done any damage to me. This is where he had, he had tried to shoot the Gobapalooza again who was screening out because I thought they were the best screens ever. So they were like zoning out the one side and then I had a big line of shooters in the center zoning out the center. So he couldn't really get into my main blob of dudes. And then, so to in order for him to damage anything real important, he would have to come really close. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'll give you the turn because I've heard that KO don't like being double turned. So I gave him the turn. So then he did some stuff. He did one of his book battle tactics where he had to climb in and out of boats and stuff. <laughs> It's so funny watching a KO player do it. They're like, listen, I'm sorry. I got, I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm just going to get up. This is two points. This is two points, I'll, but just ignore me. I'm just going to get back, at, back in the boat. So <laughs> it was funny. So yeah, he did that. He was telling me. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I'll do one of mine then. So I did my... I did follow the moon. Yeah. Uh, which was basically had the moon shine on me because the moon was in the center <laughs> of the board. So, so I did that. Uh, it was great. The moon was shining great. Uh, and also he had then had to move into range. So, um, I, he, but he had screened out with some arcnets. So I charged the screen and I was real close to the boats and then I won the turn. Ah, uh, there we go. That's and the problem. then it was like, uh, and then like I was virtually three and a half inches away from the boats and I just won the turn. So heartbreaking. And I, and I had the whole army. I think uh, all I'd lost were the shooters. Yeah. Because the Gobapalooza had survived their screening activities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where they were. Yeah, they were screening. So they were zoning out, but they were also in a piece of line of sight blocking terrain. 
Okay. Uh, but we had agreed that like ships could still see them. So the ship tried to shoot them, didn't do anything. But that's when I found out that I couldn't cast spells out of the line of sight blocking. That's terrain. when you found out. <laughs> so I was like casting spells on myself, <laughs> and then I climbed out. Uh, yeah, and did did that thing. Yeah, it, and then yeah, did the double turn thing into the KO and killed and, him. I assume. Um, found found out that yeah, that that is why they don't like being double turned. Like everybody doesn't like it unless you're playing against dragons and you've got trolls. And you can scream with a gobblepalooza. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, can you take more than one Gobblepalooza? Yeah, would you? No. How come? Because it's nice taking other things too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'd, I yeah, some people do are talking about taking them, but I just want to take all the other stuff as well. I don't want to just take Gobblepaloozas. I mean, they're all just fun. Hilarious. So, yeah, I just want to try all the other lists. I want to try Fanatics. I want to try everything. The Spore Splatters are great as well, by the way, especially if you're fighting a castle and dragons are there because everything had plus one attack when they were fighting the dragons. Yeah, because in AOE. All right, so, like, yeah. some, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, so, obviously, you, is there anything you would take out of the list? Uh, well, like I said, uh, probably everything so i can try the other stuff but that i that list is a fun list it's quite versatile uh it could maybe go 5-0 the trolls are fairly slow compared to the boing drop bounders mm -hmm. so yeah you do have to but if you get the buffs off on the boing drops, you can sort of wang them into anything and they'll probably survive that Long enough for the trolls to catch up and then batter whatever's left. Okay. All right. Because uh, you could give them a mystic shield, so it'd be a three up save with a five up board save. That's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And then, and the trolls are not, yeah, they're movement six. They're not terribly slow. So, no, no. Yeah. You could, so you could. Like, if you like, oh, I'm going to wang the Boingrots in, and then I'm going to run both these units of trolls up behind them, but I'm going to use my speaky skull fetish to make them both move six, so then it's 12. Yeah. So it's like two 12, so they're right behind, and then they next to, whenever you get next turn, then, yeah, you're in to whatever. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, like, so that you said that there are loads of other lists. Do you think, like, obviously, Dan won the event with with a Gits army as well? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, but like, you know, you lost one of the games. Would you say mm. that, like, under a good pilot, they're a strong army? Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, would you uh, Would you say that um, is like? Are there any like other builds you want to try? Yeah. So. Um... I think the pure squig army, like Dan's is more of a pure squig army. And I think that's very, very strong because it's got the mobility and it's got high damage. And just because of the sheer number of wounds in the units, well, and also the access to five up ward saves means that they are quite durable as well. Very durable in some cases. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, we I saw spiders play here recently, so Kieran played spiders here, and mm. then um, it was really funny to see uh, that scuttle boss deleting. He killed a gash 
in one go at one point. <laughs> pretty phenomenal. The Celestin yeah. Prime. Uh, got any thoughts on that? Yeah, I would like to try the spider side. I think that's probably a bit more challenging. Yeah. Uh, but you have got the speed, but I don't know if you got the damage on them, as much damage. And obviously, very little survivability on them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, would you uh, are you strictly like a mixed arms guy, or would you, like would you be interested in playing trog spiders squigs, or is this more like of a tapas army where you just can't? <laughs> you're like, no, I'm I not just going to the steakhouse. I need all yeah. of it. I want loads of little bits. No, at the moment, I I like king playing with bits, so um, I I'm interested in playing the more grotty side as well as the uh, yeah. I'd be interested in playing the spider side. But I, I do think there's some crazy janky lists on the grot side. So uh, I've got a list of using the bad snatchers. Ooh. So that's the wizarding faction. And uh, teleporting uh, units around with fanatics inside. And also using uh, endless spells to do damage at range. Yeah. All right, perfect. Perfect. So, Obviously, there's some magic doms that they come up against that will be a struggle. But I think against other guys. So, like, uh, obviously, there's Seench. Oh, quite good at dispelling, aren't they? Uh, yeah. If they've got a lot of change. Um, Nagash is good at dispelling. The techless and them only get plus one to dispellers. He has one auto unbind a turn. One auto, yeah, one auto unbind, but then it's just plus one to unbind, isn't it? It might that? get a re-roll as well, you know. Like he definitely yeah. gets plus one, but like there might also yeah. be a re-roll. Yeah. So yeah, I think bad snatchers might be able to do stuff against that because there's a volume of spells in that as well. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Volume of spells. Uh, they, and they've got spell ignores as well. So. Interesting, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, I do, I quite like the the. I would like to see uh, that um, fanatics with magic combo list. That'd be interesting. Yes, uh, might play that next, or uh, yeah, or or I might run out the spiders as well. That's I keep looking at the box that I've got all of my spiders together, and it looks cool. And I've put them in the same box as I've got three ale guzzlers. And that looks awesome because it's just like big lads with loads of little spiders running around their feet. That's fun. It does, does look pretty cool, like as an army. So that is really fun. I like the skittish run now with the the deep strike. Then move away. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, the move away. Oh, he can uh, deep strike away from people, can he? Yeah. Like a fade thing. Yeah. 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 That's pretty fun. So, like, um, as a like, because what's fun it seems about the Gits book more than anything is it obviously sounds very strong, uh, but also uh, most importantly, it sounds like lots of the builds are viable, and yeah. that's actually yeah, yeah. super exciting, right? Because like, there's been a lot of classism in Age of Sigmar for many years. The, oh, yeah. the yeah, well, of course, the upper class elves yeah. getting all of the special rules. <laughs> so it's nice to see the proletariat Gits get their day in the sun. Yeah. Um, are you feeling are you feeling very happy with it all? Uh, having done the f and also a uh, uh, kind of follow up question: How do you feel about the new, the, just the new battle pack? Did you ever cast the? Uh, did you ever cast the, the realm spell? No, uh, I didn't ever cast that. It's it's only twelve inches, so it's actually fairly short range. It is. Um. So no, I've I've not cast that spell yet. Um. 
The battle pack, yeah. So I have only played a couple of games in that battle pack. Uh, and this was the first, this, I only managed to get one practice game in with the Gits book as well. So I was a little bit, it was all a bit of a learning experience. It was good though. I enjoyed, I enjoyed, obviously, I enjoyed the games. Um, yeah, I didn't have any bad games. Yeah, good. Well, that's they it. They were all great, like proper. Yeah, I'm proper happy from the weekend. Obviously, going 4 1 is, a, is super cool, but. Uh, all the dudes were great, like opponents and everything was cool. Oh my god! Thanks to the Dark Lord Cheese of Lambert uh, for donating one pound fifty on Patreon. Yes, let's go. Uh, well, Nathan, listen, I'm super glad that you had a good time because you're my friend and I love you to bits. Uh, and the very, the very concept. Joe Pagano rang me the other day. I was in bed last night, and he rang oh, me, yeah. and he was just like, "Rob." These grits, they're fucking mental. And I was like, you're right, Joe, they are. They're insane. Yeah, they're and then insane. he was like... Especially and, the squigs, it's yeah. insane. And then Joe was just like, but I don't even mind. He's like, I'm just going to go to events and watch Little Destruction players just take everyone's toys off with gits. And I'm like, yeah, what a great time to be alive. And I was like, me too, Joe. I was just I was just tucked up in bed watching the results come in. I was like, do you know what? Look at us. Look at us. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have, I'm like, I'm so happy. Like, I think it's really exciting to watch the Gits um, perform and maybe maybe overperform. We don't know yet. We haven't got enough results. Yeah. There's been, I think it's a bit of a shame that um, for the Gits that you've ended up with like someone like of Dan's caliber uh, being able to utilize that army so quickly uh, because kind of like, it kind of puts like a bad impression, I think, out there. Like that maybe oh like this is a bit mm. heavy handed like is in it's a really good army but it is a really good army I think that's a little yeah. bit undeniable that it's a really good army oh it but, is a good army it might be too but if good. you look at, if you look at the I don't know like the range of scores at at Sheffield I think there was obviously the five zero and a four one I don't know were there any other four ones from Gits uh, so think... the, yeah so the, there was uh, there was another four one from Gits. Um, uh, at Sheffield and then there was another or there might have not yeah. been but there was another event uh, somewhere else in the world but I mean there were like 10 players there and I'm pretty sure there were a few 3-2s and 2-3s and I think there was even a 1 no? so it's a fair range across yeah the, absolutely yeah. that's literally yeah. would be exactly what I would say about it there was one other event won by Gits this weekend um, yeah. Out of the out of the five events that we had, or four or five events, and there was a couple more. F in fact, actually, hold on, I can tell you exactly. So there uh, were two five O's then. There were two five O's with Gits this weekend, and yeah. then there were five four ones with Gits this weekend. Oh wow, that's a big turnaround. Yeah, they were the they were the they were the highest performing faction from the weekend. Um, really? uh, yeah, like, but then Lumineth had two five O's as well. So that's important to know. Uh, yeah. Then there were five four ones with Stormcast, four four ones with Ogres. Uh, thanks very much to Rob for sending me this all, by the way. Um, but like, the, shout out to Rob because he pointed this out from the weekend. So this is this is this is really cool stats. Yeah. Twenty one factions, twenty one of twenty seven factions went four one or better this weekend. Wow. Right. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And then the only six factions that didn't were Seraphon. What? <laughs> well, it's a good thing they're getting a new book. They need those buffs, don't they? <laughs> exactly. Sinesh, Soulblight, oh, Caradron, 
bone yeah. splitters and big war. And big war and bone splitters are just the same army, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, uh, sure, times have changed. Seraphon in the mm. bin, uh, but also like, oh, 20... that's crazy that gets all there and Seraphon aren't. Yeah, so, yes, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Who'd have thought, eh? Look at us! <laughs> Look at us! Who'd have thought? What? Look at us! <laughs> but twenty-one factions of twenty-seven mm. is pretty incredible, right? Oh yeah. yeah. I don't suppose they got win rate for the weekend. Not yet. We don't have any of that uh, yet. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, stuff like that could be put together, but I legitimately think it would be more of a problem yeah. to talk about it than. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, was, yeah. That's just and also, like, like, and also, if I can be like super fair about it, um, a lot of people at those events, it will be their first event oh, with, the books. Yeah, with the GHB. Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, with that, yeah, yeah. That's true as well. It's and it's a different game. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So different game. Different mm. battle tactics, grand strats, and all that stuff. And sure, there are two new books in effect. But like, I legitimately think the biggest takeaway from the weekend is probably that the new book, that the new GHB was in effect. So, mm. you know, I'm calling an, I'm calling a mulligan on kind of some of the info, and I'm just trying to read the tea leaves. And I think, Do you know what? Like, just let everyone have a good time for a couple of weeks before we start mm. talking about anything too serious. My opinion. Oh yeah, I enjoyed the scenarios. To be fair, I don't think there were any that felt terrible like i yeah i felt like i was up against it in the one because i didn't have enough galician veterans but then that's my own fault it's a galician veteran did they announce of, did they announce the missions beforehand they did but not before the list building stage oh well that's um, yeah. no what no so because they did because they could have put five galician champion yeah, missions but in. i think yeah but everybody knows that galician champions are a thing anyway if you yeah, want to do battle there's... tactics but yeah, but... There was that mission that, yeah, the the one that you needed, them, but it was fine. Obviously, oh, it worked out fine. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- personally think just because I think Galician champions can be quite uh, game changing, I wouldn't mind Tio's putting the missions. Oh yeah, first. I think it hurt. Yeah. Um, but that's me. Anyway, Nathan, thanks for the electric story. I've loved listening to it. Like, it's been very fun. Um, if you've been listening back, uh, asking Nathan all these questions has been a, a delight right. of mine. Yeah, after, yeah, after, I think after finding out what good screen the Gobapalooza are, I think I always had my sneaky snufflers at the back. And in the future, I think I'll put them near the front. I think they should also be a screen. <laughs> why because oh, of the ward save yeah they've got ward save as well so yeah get them in the front line and then they're in range to do more buffs later on in the game as well because they can't move if they're doing their buffs so yeah so you're just going to be way That's, more aggro with your army is what you're telling me with my with my sneaky snufflers and my gobbapalooza yeah okay. they're going to the front line lads <laughs> get on the front lines I've just tried to pick up me truffles. <laughs> Get to the front. Yeah. Straight in there. <laughs> Get on the front line. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, if you've been watching the show and uh, then thank you to everyone, especially Nathan Prescott, round of applause for Nathan Prescott, please in the chat. And if you listen to the podcast or the YouTube comments, load of love for Nathan Prescott. Don't forget to add him on Twitter and send him a shirt. Um, that'd be super funny. You, uh, Nathan, you got any shout outs you want to make? Oh, I obviously shout out all my opponents from the weekend. That was uh, thank you for making a good, good fun weekend. And my uh, my roommate Nick Thompson. That was very kind of him to let me uh, share his room. 
and watch him eat that many chilies and somehow <laughs> survive. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Well, yeah. thanks, Nathan. And Mark. also the guys that organized the tournament. They were Sam and Liam. Well done. Well done, yeah, lads. And whoever helped them. Oh, and that private detective. Can't <laughs> wait. I hope you get loads of loads and loads of customers. That was fantastic. Yeah. Okay, yeah, love that. That's brand new for me. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. Don't forget, uh, <laughs> we, we do an HC One Monday show every Monday at 7pm uh, UK time, so GMT on Twitch, so you can join us if you want to. Uh, thanks very much for hanging out, and I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs>